This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And a big shout out to our two Patreons, our $10 supporter, Scale Speeder Gaming. Thank you so much, mate. And a big shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. Your support means a lot. Thank you. G'day folks and welcome to episode, ooh, I just typed it, so 45 now is it Brim? It's either 45 or 46, I think we've both got it down as 46 but it might be 45, it's somewhere in that vicinity. Damn mate, we are flying along getting closer to that um, one year of um, episodes, 52. Oh yes. Joining us today we have Valus Mike, um, how you doing Mike? I'm doing great buddy, thanks, how are you? Not too bad at all, mate. Not too bad at all. Good to have you back on again, buddy. And joining him today is a special unannounced guest. Uh, Vodka Cupcakes is coming, but she said that uh, she was just running late due to work. Um, And Mr. Utah will also be coming on at some stage to talk about his um, new episode of the Daisy podcast. But we also have the man of the moment uh, from last week's episode, Brim, uh, AWOL Gaming. The man who caused such a big kerfuffle on uh, Twitch with all of his mega donations and refunds and all the rest of it. How you doing, AWOL? Oh, hungover, mate. <laughs> it was it was his bad. birthday yesterday, so um, you can you can you can um, excuse him for having a few tipples, especially Grim. You're going to excuse anyone for having a few drinks, aren't you? I'm surprised you don't have a beer in your hand right now, mate. Funny enough, I did uh, I did go shopping yesterday and get some brand new beers that I tried last night that were quite nice. But I thought I'll uh, I'll go easy and just stick to a cup of tea for now, a proper oh, British way. And, and look, a cup of tea in the podcast mug. You don't get much more fucking real than that, a buddy. Cup of tea can't go wrong with it. <laughs> right now, Brim, it's actually. Even though I've done my usual and started hogging the show, but you're actually the host tonight, aren't you? Am I? I thought that was the Your plan. Guess. I'm yes. down for that either yes. way. Because it's um a, it's a quad uh, a console special, and I don't know shit about console, and you do because you've actually played it on console. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's been a very long time since it's been about <laughs> two years since I have played on console. I think uh, PC Master Race yeah. all the way now, eh? Yeah, well, I've I've been well. Vodka Cupcakes, one of our guests tonight, uh, DM'd me on Twitter the other day and sent me a clip that she said I can use in regards to talking about Daisy on console and stuff. So when uh, when the the moment pops up, I'll grab that. Uh, as did Bwad ninety nine. Um, he yeah. sent me three clips, in fact. So those will help to kind of um, basically give credence to to the things we're talking about and make it so that people actually know what we're going on about in regards to Daisy on console. Well, what we might do first, though, is we'll chat with AWOL so that then he can take off um, and uh, go get some sleep um, after his big birthday drinking session. How does that sound, AWOL? Oh, mate, doesn't sound any better than that. Awesome, awesome. So, buddy, 
I'll I'll just turn it over to you, mate, and you can explain what the hell happened in the last um, couple of weeks. Well, basically, um, where the money come from, I got an inheritance from my parents because my father died last year and after a year of crap through the lawyers, uh, the money finally got settled and I went around and spent $100,000 just on myself and then I've got all this money and nothing to do with it. So I thought, well, you know, I was sitting there for months and months and I didn't have a pot to piss in. And now all of a sudden I thought, you know, stuff it. I'm just going to start giving money out. Why not? And What I made you choose streamers? Well, because uh, I was, for, for like I was saying, for months and months, I had, couldn't do anything. I had nothing. And I just sat there and watched streamers. That's all I did. I watched uh, The Running Man, Sada, Verts, all mm-hmm. these guys. And I just thought, you know what, I'll, I'll give him some money back with all this bloody COVID shit going on. I thought, fuck it, why not? Just give him some money. They can they can spend it. I'll, if they want to donate, I don't care what they do with it. But, uh, yeah, I, why not? Just give him some cash. Give him some love back. Um, but anyway, uh, I've, I gave away about $8,000 in the last couple of days because I managed to get past PayPal. And um, I was just going to all the low-end streamers, like, they're not big streamers at all, and just started dumping them biddies. I, I, I found this one guy, he, he was a British fella. He had 17 viewers, so not big at all. And I dumped him, what was it, about 60,000 bits. And he was absolutely flabbergasted. And his reaction just made me smile I, I i i had smile from ear to ear just just by giving this fella some biddies and you know and now i'm starting to bloody get shit from bloody twitch they're trying to block me paypal's blocked me and they're not even responding and it's got nothing to do with bank it's it's all just their side and it's bloody heartbreaking now, I spoke to um, Speckle because I saw your Twitch uh, feed the other day and um, I jumped on her her uh, stream and I've thrown her like, about 40,000 bits. Um, but she never got charged the charge back because so, she's only a low-end streamer as well. But, and, yeah, I, I'm just trying to run around and give everyone some biddies that ever got hurt. Um yeah, that I don't know. So, do you, did you have much um, in the way of hate from people with everything that happened? Uh, initially, yeah, a little bit, but from the actual streamers themselves, no. The streamers were all pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sada, he he said, um, basically. You know, 
only give it to me if you can afford it. So I said, yeah, righto. And I can't afford it. And he said, well, you know, just give it to charity instead. Well, you know, streamers need the cash too. So I was just throwing it towards lower end streamers. Just anyone I could find that um, didn't have a huge amount of views, just jump on their channel and just bombard them with biddies. Just to, you know, even if it puts a smile on their face, you know, that that's that's my night, mate. Yep. Well, I imagine there's a lot of people who are grateful for what you're doing, mate. Um, the um, community um, doesn't often get uh, things like that happen in the DayZ community. So hats off to you, mate. Um, you know, pretty much all of us on this show, we all like doing things to um, help people as well, mate. So it's something that we can appreciate. Um, you know, that um, I know um, many of us, if we, uh, you know, we're in a similar sort of boat to you, uh, would probably do it. I don't think my missus would let me. She'd probably kill me if I threw away that much money. <laughs> Brim's laughing. <laughs> I don't even have a missus, and yet somehow I think someone's missus would still have a pop at me for doing it as well. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd get one just to have one to have a pop at me about it, I think. So... Is there anything else you want to share with the community, uh, mate, about what uh, your motivation for doing this? Oh, not really, mate. It's just, it just it makes me happy. Like um, with Speckle, um, I donated seven and a half thousand and it got all bar. Um, I think it was about five or seven hundred dollars got refunded. Yeah, but uh, when, when I was donating to her, um, she got a little kid. The, she, the kid raced in and she's showing off, oh, look how much money this is. And I had tears running down my eyes. I, 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 hope, you, I hope you're clipping these moments for yourself for later, mate, because I imagine it's something that will bring you some joy later on. Um, just, you know, make a, make a little clip and um, you can download those. Um, I'll send you a link later on how to download uh, clips and that um, just yep. to keep them for yourself. You know, it's, it's a nice thing for someone to do. Yeah, you've only got to look at the popularity of channels like Mr. Beast, hey, Val? Yeah, I think he, he's become incredibly large, hasn't he? Um, I've yeah. not, not actually watched watched much Mr. Beast at all, so I'm not qualified to pass comment on him, unfortunately. But I'm obviously aware of him. Every time he opened YouTube, at least one of his videos is suggested, and I know what he does. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously huge. Yep. Sorry, just messaging uh, Mr. Utah. He's in chat. Are you aware of Mr. Utah? Hey, Wall. Oh, no idea. I'll send you a link. Um, he's an Aussie guy doing uh, amazing um, Daisy live action videos, uh, and he's devilishly handsome as well. He's he's banned from having his um, Twitch cam. Oh, fuck, he's got his cam on. <laughs> The yours and my um sexiness rating just dropped a bit. All we all we all we need is Yakub to jump in here, and, and we may as well just shoot ourselves, Brim. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think we we definitely need to do some catching up. I think we might be a bit past it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a I'm a lost cause with my gap tooth, mate. <laughs> but no, hey, well, um, if there's anything else you want to add, mate. No, not real. But um, I'll hang around for a bit because I, ch I actually jumped on Daisy last night 
to yep. catch up with that fellow that you introduced me to. And Rhino? I gave him a whole bunch of biddies. Yep. But, yeah, I couldn't find him and I yeah. can't play Daisy for shit. So, yeah, I tried <laughs> a couple of times and just rage quit. Rhino's a nice guy, mate. Um, uh, he's an Aussie. Uh, he's a member of the um, Aussie Survivalist dream team that I'm in. Uh, and he's just he, he's he's gonna he's gonna blow up soon. Um, he's just got a nice nature about him. Um, he's he's a very uh, down to earth sort of guy. So yeah. Okay, okay then. Well, we will jump over then to Mister Utah episode two, mate. Oh my fucking god, it was awesome, buddy. Absolutely awesome. What you're nodding your head, Brim? Yep. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm. I've got mixed feelings about the ending of it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. There's a cliffhanger. And yes. for me, I, 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 I have, I, it was, it was, it was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But for me, there's something about cliffhangers. Sometimes oh, for fuck's sake, come on, put the next episode out. You know what I mean, it's just, it's like, you're just teasing me. You're just teasing yeah, me. Well, but then well, you, you know, makes you want to see more, mate. You know how it works. <laughs> if, you, if you want to see more now, here's my OnlyFans. <laughs> so how long till we get a teaser uh, for episode three, uh, Mr. Utah? Um, it could be quite some time, um, just because a lot of work went into this one. Basically, I had so something went wrong with the sound um, on set is the sound recorder's gear wasn't actually working properly. So... Uh, I had to get a Foley artist in the studio to recreate all the sounds. So every sound you heard is done in a studio. None of yeah. that is done on set. Um, and impressive I, either way. Yeah, exactly. So the guy who did it is obviously very good at his job, and he made it seem as though you were there completely and and you wouldn't know up from down. But that takes a long time. So um, that's kind of extended... Uh, the release pattern of what we had going. Um, and I've spoken to the podcast and, and, and Boydie and, and New Brim and Lax and all this sort of stuff about the funding is because, um, as I've mentioned many times, I don't just sit at, it's not just sitting in a computer and recording my game. It's last, last time I had like over $100,000 worth of film gear on set. So yep. it's like, in order to hire things like a dolly track is a lot of money, you know, to buy those is like 20, 30 grand. Um, and a lot of money and time goes into it. So I'm going to try and raise some money. Um, I'm, I may be able to back the next one myself, but if there isn't some sort of support, basically treat it as a streamer, you know, if streaming was really expensive, a lot of streamers wouldn't be doing it, right? Yeah. Because they would just go, well, this is too fucking hard. <laughs> this is just costing me a lot of money. Have so, you got a Patreon yet? I haven't got a Patreon. So I had a chat to Lax, um, and he, you may or may not have seen my, tw my Twitter post, but he's actually going to be fundraising for the film fund for the next week on his channel. Yep, which that's is awesome. Big ups to Lax. So if anyone doesn't know who he is in the chat, I'm sure you do, but go follow him. He's a total legend. Um, and Boyd has really helped me out as well, so thank you. Um, so I basically have a PayPal. It's very simple. You can, you can add a note 
you can drop a dollar in there, you can drop two dollars in there, whatever it is, uh, if you want to see or help see more episodes. So I will fund, I will attempt to fund the next one because the next one is a big, um, is going to be a big upgrade from next because I, I don't want to ruin the end of the film, as Brim said. So basically, we're trying to go studio level starting from the next one was trying to really bring it up a notch uh trying to introduce more characters infected makeup artists uh yep. co- you know confrontation all the things you see in um all the things you see in daisy so we're trying to bring that up a level um and the the, the response to the episodes is overwhelming i mean you've got I'll just bring up some of the comments. Just some, you know, people are absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, like every comment is not every comment's positive. Um, yeah, there the, is the, no. The comments were awesome. One. The comments were awesome. Yeah, it, it really yeah. must um, make you feel like it's worth it. Yes, I'd, I'd love to. How many views has it got now? Uh, it's got about thirty-two hundred. Thirty-two hundred. I'd, I'd love to see days. that. You know, getting um, ten times that. In the first twenty four hours, um, and and we do we do need to work out how to get more people promoting um, this in the Daisy community because yeah you know, I know there's as we've said there there are other people working on stuff as well but right now these are fucking phenomenal you know uh, we'll promote anything um, that's Daisy related on this show and we need to be getting mm. the message out better about these videos yeah everyone needs to be sharing and I know they are um, you know. Foxy's talking about it. Uh, Brim's talking about it. Um, you know, even the Daisy Debs. Are, have you had a chance to chat with them yet? Um, I'm going to approach Scotty. I think um, I just got to put some stuff together. Yep. Um, basically, I would love su- some support from um, from Daisy because I mean, what I'm doing. I mean, there are there are comments on some of these videos saying I started playing the game because of you. Now, yep. to me, in all seriousness, it's now their duty to support because I'm bringing them business. That's just a reality. It's, you know, it's a commercial way of thinking. You know, um, it's a lot of, like I said, a lot of time and effort goes into this and it's obviously a lot of passion goes into it. You guys love it. The whole community loves it. If they were to get behind it, and even just a simple share or a push, I'll be like, check this out, or this is cool, yeah. or whatever. You know, I'm not asking them to give me, you know, two hundred million dollars. Like, I just, you know, a bit of support here and there would be really cool from the Daisy yeah. Devs. I w- it would really, um, and also not just for my stuff. I think it would be great for the community because it would reinforce the fact that they like seeing this. Therefore, the community would be like, oh, we also love seeing this. You know, it's like a, a cl- kind of club sort of thing. Um, so that would be really cool. But yes, I will be approaching the devs. I don't know how it's going to go, um, but we'll, we'll see, I guess. I mean, the way that I sort of look at it as well is, is similar to if you were in sort of our position as streamers, you know, mm. you see, you see every now and then you'll see on Twitter, they used to be better at it, but not so much nowadays. Hopefully that'll change, but you see on Twitter quite frequently, you know, they would tweet out, oh, such and such is streaming Daisy right now, mm. you know, yeah. go and check them out. You know, something as simple as that, because at the end of the day, what we're doing for the game not only in our own streams but with the podcast and what you're doing with your videos as well is you're basically giving out 
free advertisement for the game for all exactly. intents and purposes. Exactly. You know, and again, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're not we don't none of us get into this to go right. I'm going to advertise for this game, and now the devs are going to give me x amount of this that or the other yeah, we do it yeah, we yeah, do yeah. it out of passion however you know it, it seems like the right thing to do for like you say just something like a retweet or you know like mm. one of those posts you know yeah mr utah's doing this awesome project he's just posted episode two go and check it out just as any any of us would do something as simple as that on you know from them you know in theory would be would be pretty huge yeah and that would uh, the be first the first one i did i did a prologue and they shared that on Twitter, um, and that got fifteen thousand views on Twitter. So you can see my first prologue is nearly at ten thousand. And me and Boydy have talked many times on and off the stream um, about getting my YouTube up to partnered so that a little bit of money can start going into the productions. I need four thousand hours of viewing. Now, a consistent sharing from someone like DayZ would get me there in no time because yeah. you'd have so many, so much traffic, you know what I mean? And this is what I spoke to Lax about is he, he said, he basically said on his Twitch stream the other day, he was saying like, this needs more attention. If you haven't seen mm-hmm. this, you've got to see this. And there are people in his stream who hadn't seen it and they were like, whoa, this is so cool. And it was really nice. Um, and you guys have helped me out so much, and it's just so cool to see the reaction. And like you said before, uh, the the reaction I get in the comments and all that kind of stuff is it, uh, instantly I'm like, fuck, I just want to start making the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, that that's yeah. I think I think the issue is though that I I don't think, and this is just a personal opinion of mine. This mm-hmm. is you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think, whilst I think YouTube absolutely should continue doing what you're doing with that, when it comes to the idea of trying to get your YouTube channel up to partnered and and, and going down that route, as you just spoke about, I mean, I I don't know what what your current sub and viewer counts are like. I haven't looked in the last hour, and that's about as far as my brain remembers back. So um, it's one of those things where I think that's more more of a long-term thing and For suits sure. and suits more to uh to, to regular uploads every couple of weeks or every week yeah. or something which yeah. obviously yeah. with this specific project is just not possible which is even even if you even if you were a billionaire i don't think putting out an episode every week would even be fucking possible you know i mean it's, it's a hell of a project so, so you'd, have to shoot, you'd have to shoot 10 episodes and then release them weekly yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it would be a hell of an undertaking. So whilst I think the idea of getting your YouTube channel up there to get that bit of income, get that, you know, get that ad revenue, get more people seeing yeah. things, get yeah. that more engagement. I think absolutely that is 100% something we should all be striving for. But I think for you specifically talking about this particular project, um, I do agree with Boydie on the uh, on the side of using other platforms to mm. to try and get that so things uh like obviously using twitter and things like that and using i think patreon is a really good one because you can set yourself the 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 amount of tiers you have and how much yep. they cost and then you can tailor certain things to them so you can say everyone at the bottom tier is say five australian dollars for example you know you pay that and you will get the episode, say, 24 hours early, for example. Yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. But that's, if you pay, exactly if them, you yeah. pay 10 or 15 dollars, 
not only will you get the episode 24, maybe even longer earlier, but we filmed a special behind the scenes of filming mm-hmm. for you. Uh, you know, and there's a and there's maybe a bit of merch there or something, and then you can do a third tier that's a bit more that involves a bit more and do it that way because that is a much, in my opinion, anyway. I don't know if it would necessarily work out, but I believe that would be a much quicker way of of getting that money to you, so you mm. so it helps with the production costs. Mm. It not, and then from an outside perspective, looking in, you go, oh, this Mister Utah's creating this awesome video. I've watched the first couple of parts; it's really good. Oh look, he's got a Patreon. Oh, he's got all these tiers, and look, this tier has this, this tier has that. Well, that shows he's mm. clearly a professional. He knows what he's doing. So then, that that person who views that that could just be someone like me who's got you know hasn't got a fucking clue, but it could be someone who knows exactly what they're doing, exactly what they're talking about, and has some sort of ability for that next step to help with the production and and things like that. So it could be a beneficiary that in that sense. So I, mm. I, I honestly, I think Patreon is probably one of, if not the best route for you to go down. The mm. hardest part of that is going to be deciding how to go about it. Like I say, with the with the cost, the pricing of the different tiers, what you'd like to include. Um, but the great thing with it is it's, it's got all that kind of built in. So it's, you know, you don't have to start from scratch. It's kind of already there and ready to, you know, ready to be figured out, so to speak. Yeah, that's. Uh, I had a great chat to Boydy about that. Um, this, in particular, this thing that Lax is doing. The reason we're using PayPal is because he's figured out in his stream that if someone, if there's just one button someone can click, they're more yeah. likely to yes. kind of react to that instead of be like, "I've got to sign up to this. I don't really give a shit about behind the scenes." You know what I mean? Like, there are some people who would certainly would be like that. So in this position, completely, and I will be making a Patreon. I've already, I've already spoken to Boydy about that. And we've gone through some really cool ideas. And I think one of them is like a live Q&A. Um, yeah. And another thing is, I'm not sure how into filmmaking people are who watch my stuff. But as I said, is I, for, you know, I make commercials and stuff for a living. So it's, um, I, I, could, I could offer, you know, film classes. I could offer teachings to people who want to know, for example, how to light a scene. You know how to do mm-hmm. this, how to do that. Um, so that's a niche I definitely can uh, I can uh, provide. I can also yeah. do it on set too. I can also do it on the shoots. Yeah, and there's probably pieces of equipment that you use that uh, a, a normal idiot like me, if you were to hand it to me, I'd ask you what the hell it was and how do you plug it into yeah. a wall. I wouldn't have a clue. So things <laughs> are like this is this specific camera. This is how to use yeah. it. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. and then not only that, not only could you include that maybe as an extra bonus in one of the one of the tiers for Patreon, but you mm. could step you could stick that onto your YouTube channel as well as a little aside if you will and then that's another video because the more you upload the more engagement you're going to get on on the channel for overall sure, for sure you know so so it, it then means because you're not going to be able to like you say make behind the scenes every single day and upload once a week saying you know this is how far we've come this could be a nice little sort of little thing to stick in there in in, in place of that and say look mm. here's here's something that's pretty cool let's just keep this train rolling and then it kind of, you know, it grows from there and it's, it just keeps keeps something going on the channel to keep things growing in the meantime, whilst you're focusing on actually getting the product itself done and then obviously pushing through with the Patreon stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, we've got mm. a professional uh, behind the scenes filmer for the next one. So that's, um, I want to keep, whatever I do will be to the level of what we're making. So whether it's behind the scenes or not, that will kind of come out like a, 
filmic documentary. It's not just going to be a GoPro. It'll be a, a team will be doing it. The other yeah. thing is, well, you've got going for you, mate, is because of the uh, production quality and professionalism of what you're putting in, you're going to probably find it easier to maybe link up with some sponsors um, as opposed to streamers who are generally uncouth and uh, feral looking like myself and that. <laughs> you can go to them with a higher standard of production and quality. You've got two examples now um, of what you can show them and say, would mm. you be interested in sponsoring the next episode? Um, I think nearly all of us could forgive uh, a quick thing at the beginning saying this episode is brought to you by such and such. Um, stay tuned at the end for more information. Um, yeah, uh, it, you, you could work out, you know, just how much you want it to interfere with the actual video. But mm. yeah, yeah, there's a there's a potential there for you. Yep, for sure, for sure. I have to look into how about how going about that. As I've said many times, I know how to make films but that yeah. kind of stuff's out of my depth so i have to might get some help from someone on that one well you said you've done adverts before maybe um chatting with whoever's hmm. commissioned you to do them before um see if there's any um yeah you know, i'm not sure city bank would want to get involved <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome maybe. who knows but no mate look episode two fucking just as good uh, he, i was actually taken aback when we heard a voice yeah, where, uh, the reading of the uh, the note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, cool. holy shit, we've got a voice. Okay, that's um, didn't expect that to come. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah that 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 took me by surprise. So, just a quick question for the everyone who's watching and who's actually seen it. Did you understand what had happened to him? Did you understand that a friendly had rescued him? Not at first. Not until the note, and then it was kind of like. Okay. Okay, what the? I thought um, initially it was like, oh shit, the uh, the bandit guy had a partner, is what I thought. But yeah, okay, mm. we're, we're saying too much, but uh, kind of ruining it for you know, spoilers. <laughs> oh, they're, not, they're not gonna know. They're not gonna know. It's all right. But yeah, no, yeah, it, it was it was very well done. It was very well done. That said, um, um, I'm certain some of the because uh, it was a shovel he used, wasn't it, to knock him out? It was the back of an AK. Back of an AK. Oh, but. There was a shovel in the video in episode two that I spotted, and it's just one of those weird daisy things. Yes. Where I'm sat there watching it, and I went, Yeah, in, in the, it went, yeah, when Matey goes in, I saw it leaning up against the, the wall, and yeah. I, I saw him, and I saw him go around, and he picked a couple of bits up, and I, I thought, If he doesn't pick up that shovel, I'm going to fucking scream. <laughs> and the whole time he didn't pick up, I'm like, Pick up the fucking shovel, man. Don't worry about anything else. You need the shovel. That's the fucking thing. You, you need to put a shovel in. I know Lax was, uh, getting a hard on for the can of peaches uh, but both <laughs> both him and ray ray uh shovel officiandos uh, it's usually a one hit ko of anyone regardless of what armor they're wearing so yeah yeah we um we got some really cool ideas for the next one um and we want to we want to shoot the next one mostly in a studio um, so I've got a team, I've got, I've got a cinematographer who's, I actually shoot and direct all of them, but I've got a cinematographer friend who's very, very, very good and works on commercials and that kind of stuff. So yep. I think he's interested to get involved. So I'll direct, write and direct the next one. I think he's going to shoot it because we kind of want to go big into a studio. Um, and that will, I mean, that's going to completely change the game. If, if, if it comes out the way I am picturing it, it will be, like a movie and it will just blow 
anything out of the water that you've seen because we'll have full control over lighting. Um, we'll have soundstage, props, everything like that. So um, crossing my fingers that between myself and Lax, we can get a little bit of money in um, and I will keep saving as much coin as I can to pay everyone. <laughs> um, and you've got to understand most people who help me on these films are actually doing it for free. So in order to actually pay them, I do actually have to raise a fair bit of money because a lot of them are professionals and they're bringing, you know, like I'm bringing $80,000 worth of film gear. They're bringing, mm. they could bring $100,000 worth of film gear. Um, just the lenses themselves are $30,000. So they're... Um, it's almost like yeah. an insurance kind of thing. Yeah. yeah you kind of, I, I, kind of like need a little bit of money to justify yeah. it. Filmmaking is a passion for sure. Don't get me wrong. To turn it into a profession is a very difficult thing to do. Uh, and I'm sure it's the same as streaming these days, actually, because the competition is ridiculous. I wouldn't even, I think I tried streaming for like two or three weeks and was like, I mean, I, I can't sit still. I've got like ADD. I can't do that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you guys do it, but, um, it's, uh, it's awesome overall positive reinforcement from the whole community. Um, and I, I really, really want to do the behind the scenes stuff because I know there's a lot of people that want to know how a shot was done. I know there's a lot of people that want to know, well, what cameras are you using? What, you know, oh, okay, so that's how he did the sound. That's how he did this. That's how he did that. So I think totally right, Brim, that the, the BTS would just be awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it's like you say, even if it's not, you know, the, the, the more sort of involved stuff like, you know, behind the scenes, but this is how we, you know, you know, this is how we use this piece of equipment. Something mm. as simple as like, you know, like a, a small mini documentary that's, you know, three minutes long or something to show, you know, this is the, the, the crew arriving on set. So, you know, and now over to this person who's prepping this thing and, you know, just small little snippets here or there, you know, mm. to, to, to bolster it, I think would work wonders. Short form content is, is what's really getting numbers at the moment. If you yes. look at things like TikTok, you know, the maximum video length you can upload to TikTok is 60 seconds. You know, the right. average is about six to seven. It's similar to what Vine used to be. So, and, and the numbers for gaming content over there is is ridiculous. Obviously, your bigger guys are obviously going to get bigger numbers. But even someone like me with, you know, 350-odd followers on Twitch, I'm getting two, three times that views on a video that's less than 60 seconds long and just purely by chance of it being uploaded to a to a different platform it's got more eyes on it the discoverability on tiktok and small short form platforms like that are, are you know are, are much better than they would be on you know on a lot of other platforms so it's worth branching out and just trying to stick little things here yeah. or there or across everything without tiktok yeah, yeah, Br yeah. Brim is our guy. Um, he manages because uh, I, I just can't do TikTok. I can't. Um, I, I struggle I, with. Uh, yeah. It took I me ages to learn it, Twitter. If it works. It works. Yeah, and it does. Brim's um, having some good success with it. Um, yeah, just um, doing little snippets and that. And I'm certain he could give you some advice on you know maybe a mm -hmm. good moment um, from your um, episode and want to see more, click on the link below to uh, see the rest of the video and Brim can share it from the um, Daisy podcast uh, TikTok account. 
God, it feels yeah. weird us at our age talking about <laughs> TikToks and. But, I mean, I, I 100% agree with what Boydie said. I mean, you think, obviously, for those of us who have seen episode two, we know how it ends. You think that final 60 seconds of that episode, in on its own, regardless of the other X amount of minutes before it, that final 60 seconds is a bit like, ooh, that was a bit, you know. It, it's it's interesting. It, it, keep, it, wants, it makes you want to see more. So just something as simple as that, that's perfect advertisement on its own for the whole project. You know, you sh- you show the odd clip. You just cut that sixty seconds out. You know, for using whatever you know video editing software it is you you prefer, cut that last sixty seconds out and just bang that straight onto TikTok and just say you know, and, and put a link here's in in your profile. Here's what the project's about. Mm. Put a link then in in there to your Patreon. Put a link to this, that, and the other. You know, and then all people are going to see them because it's a whole different group of people that wouldn't have normally seen it on youtube or on twitter because they're on a different platform at that moment you know there's suddenly more people that wouldn't have seen it are and not only are they seeing it but they're seeing that final that really interesting moment it's it's like it's like a tr- essentially like a trailer for a movie mm. you know you you, you, well, you, you got, get those... for episode two i've got a trailer for episode one so i might start with yeah. one and then go on to two perfect is, yeah what, is, is it is, what do you do you hashtag it is it like a twitter thing or basically a... yeah yeah for all intents and purposes it's uh it's like a scrolling thing so you sit and you just basically scroll through different videos and there's there's all sorts on there there's some weird parts to so be very careful because you see some really weird <laughs> shit going on a lot of shit, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit. There's some corners of that app that you don't get anywhere else, and it's it's a bit strange. But stick to what you know, and you're all right. Um, but yeah, things things like you, it's literally just stick it on, and you just do hashtag Mister Utah, hashtag Daisy, hashtag the Daisy Podcast. You know, whatever hashtag you can imagine to put in. It's like those olden days where people used to put like fucking four hundred hashtag spams in the in their YouTube thing. You know, because mm. they knew it would get more um more discoverability on youtube you know and it, is, it works a similar way and when you go to put a hashtag in it actually you type it and it tells you how many how many uh hashtag like people have used how many times that hashtag's been used recently or overall mm-hmm. and some of them are in the billions so you know if you choose the right hashtags and they get they hit the right algorithm they'll they'll take off like i say i've got a a random clip on my tiktok of a I can't even remember what it is, to be honest with you. It's just a random... Oh, I know what it is. It's uh, it's playing on uh, the Blue Waffle Attack Force server. I got a ran- I just happened to get a kill. I had an interaction and a kill inside of a barrack. And it wasn't anything special. It, you know, it was a bit janky, but it got 3,500 views. Mm. Nothing I've ever done has got over 600. <laughs> uh, you know, nothing up until that video, nothing I had done on TikTok had got over 200. Even the, so, the one of you doing all your stretches and that didn't get more views? Well, that I, that I didn't put on TikTok. That that stayed on the podcast. For, you, for you should have put that reason. on TikTok, mate. That was uh, comedy gold, <laughs> that was. Yeah, there's a reason I upped the fucking cost of that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's things uh, like TikTok, short form content, things like that are are perfect for that. So the website itself is isn't great. It's good enough to upload um, and put things in, but when it comes to like actually editing your profile and stuff, you'd have to do that all on your on your phone or tablet. But generally speaking, it's a, it's a really simple sort of uh, you know, application to use. And um, content like that, short form content like that, is is what's doing the rounds a lot. There's a lot of Daisy channels. Septic Falcon's got one. Gamer Dad TV's got one. And he uploads like 
several times a week and gets decent engagement yeah you know so you you know it's it's like it's not like we're a niche corner of the internet we've actually got a decent core audience of daisy related stuff on there already yeah. so yeah well i didn't realize know. when i was making these like i said in the early days of these uh podcasts um i started making this simply because from a filmmaker's point of view daisy is a great game and i love daisy and anything can happen in daisy and also it it has that atmosphere of tension which is why yes. you don't see much dialogue in my films because in reality is you don't actually really need it no. the whole thing is te- the daisy is terrifying because you you don't know where anyone is no one you know if you see someone and they don't talk to you it's like well this motherfucker's gonna kill me like it's either me or him so yeah. you try to have you try to get that into a real life situation which i think we've we've established pretty well in our series um and yeah exactly so i didn't realize that the community was so big i had no idea because i played the game so long ago and i thought it basically failed because the game devs were like you know what we're just not gonna update it it's buggy blah 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 and then when i came back to do these i was like hold on a minute there's a lot of people here yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you take take what Scale Speeder says in Boydie's chat there as well. Take a look at how JRE, the Joe Rogan experience, uh, uses short clips on YouTube to gain interest for his Spotify channel, plus the clips themselves get lots of views. Again, that's what we do with the podcast TikTok. It's that short form content. Uh-huh. You know, he, he, he will... I doubt it's actually Joe Rogan. It's probably someone he pays to do it, an editor. You will take the clips from, you know, he'll say you'll have, you know, whatever recently. It was The Undertaker was on yeah. uh, was on the Joe Rogan Experience Good episode. Podcast. Very good episode. Absolutely. And he took and he took buzzwords or things like parts of the conversation, like how did you get the the name The Undertaker or how did your career start, with the, which has one of my absolute all-time favorite Undertaker stories. So definitely check that out if you ever get a chance. But you know, short things out, and then he'll upload that that quick two minute clip on its own, and people are like, oh, I, n- I know that, I'm interested. That that's the Undertaker. Oh, I'd love to hear a story about how he got that name or something. And then they think, well, why am I watching this two minute clip? If this two minute clip exists, there must be a video. It's clip from somewhere, you know. And he'll have it in the in the description. You know, watch the full episode here, or he'll have it come up on the screen. Simple things like that, little bits of snippets here mm. or there. Even with what you're doing now take bits out of episode one and two and upload those separately your favorite parts upload those separately to your youtube and it'd be you know just bef- just as you're about to release the mm. third episode get a couple of mm. bits from the third episode and upload mm. those one every three or four days until the release so you know new episodes releasing on friday so monday and wednesday you get a couple of bits from episode three and whack them out and say mm-hmm. this is this is just part of what to expect. Choose the right clips that takes off, and then everyone's like, right, I've definitely got to watch episode three because that's uh, from the the five minutes I've seen of this twenty minute video. I've definitely got to watch the other fifteen minutes because wow, you know, and it's that short, snappy content. People have got no fucking time. I'm one of them. I'm not going to sit there and watch a, a well, forty five minute YouTube video. Of, the funny thing is, I think a lot of people have a lot of time. It's they like to think they don't. Well, yeah. Yeah, people believe they don't have enough time left in 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 life in general. I think so. People don't want to sit and watch a, a forty five minute hour long YouTube video. Mm-hmm. They'll watch the, the the shorter ones, the quicker ones, because they can yeah. watch more of them. Yeah. They'll binge them. You can't binge hour long episodes. Do you know what I mean? But you can binge like 10, 10 minute ones, and mm. people will prefer to do that. 
that's what Boydie was saying about the latest episode is eight minutes long, and he said just on on the mark there with that sort of timing. I think it's eight minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's eight minutes. Eight, eight yeah. minutes is to, uh, to be able to do mid rolls um, to earn a bit more revenue. So it's a good habit to try to get into aim for that eight minute mark. Uh, it used to be mm-hmm. ten minutes, but they dropped it down to eight minutes. So that's uh, just it's one of those little technical things, but it's a good uh, benchmark to aim for for each episode. And um, in terms of feedback for the team and everything, what did you guys think of like the cinematography and the Loved locations it. and all Loved that it. kind of stuff? That barn, that yeah. house was brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, the th- the thing with that as well is is like I say that building from the obviously the cliffhanger bit at the end, it looked like it would belong in Daisy. It looked like I, yeah. you know, I, w- I would expect to run run into one of the towns and see a building in that state that looks like that. So it yeah. seemed realistic, which I think really it didn't need that, but it certainly helped anyway. You know, it, it didn't certainly didn't hurt the episode to have something like in there. And for nerds like us who will point, who will look at that and people that, you know, your target audience, Daisy fans will look at that and go, oh, that looks like a house in Cami. Oh, I'm sure I've been in a house that looks similar to that. And then like yeah. me, they'll see the shovel leaning up against the wall and go, oh, there's a fucking shovel on the wall, you know, and that'll engage them and they'll come back for the next episode. Cause they'll see something. They'll go, Oh, I caught that. Little Easter eggs and things like that are absolutely fucking perfect. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Even the map. Even the map. I know the map um, looks different to the one you get in-game, but it was still nice to see the map get folded out on the desk and, you know, see the word Daisy on the map and that. Little things like that, they appeal to the nerds amongst us who just like, that's pretty cool. And, you know, us knowing from the last time we spoke to you that you've been chatting with, um, I think it's uh, Jacob Mango or Inclement Dab about getting the actual uh, uh, wraparound skins for cans and stuff like that. You know, when when he found that can of uh, food or whatever it was, I was looking at it going, is is that is that an actual Daisy skinned item? And, <laughs> yeah, the little things yeah. like that really help. Well, shout out to Dab. He, um, he helped me with, uh, he gave me some in-game sounds. So at the end... When you hear those dormant zombies who haven't actually been kind of, um, I don't know how you would say that, like annoyed or yep. whatever. They're not aggro. Not aggro yet. Aggro. Um, they. He. So he actually got me those sounds from in, inside the game files. Um, so yeah, mad props to Dab. So um, thank you to him if he's watching, or thank you. Um, uh, he got me those. So. For the next one, I'll be looking at graphics. That's just a little hint. Uh, I'll be looking at getting some graphics from within the game. Um, and potentially, I've got a link to a visual effects team in Russia that uh, we could, if we do, if it's done right and we got the money, is we could actually film it in a studio and then uh, composite it into the 3D files of the game. So he could actually be within Chinaris or, you know what I mean? So so that's where like high level green screen and stuff would take place. That's pretty which would cool. Be, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that would take a lot of work. But if we could get to that point, then, you know, then we're looking at a serious bump in. in it's clearly yeah. in the game. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, th- and I think to be honest, that's where you've gone right very well so far. In that you have got though, and we spoke about it when the first part came out as well, mm. where you've you've got the in-game sounds, you've got the the actual gunshot sounds from Daisy. Yeah. So you know, for us, for your target audience of Daisy fans and Daisy players, you'll hear that and you'll recognise that, even if your brain doesn't quite compute straight away. You'll hear that, and even subliminally in your mind, you'll go, "Oh, I know that. That's the sound I recognise." So it will give that little bit of, you know, familiarity, and people will be like, "Oh, I, I recognise that. That's that's the sound." And like like you say, with this episode, hearing those non-agroed zombies, it was quite clear those were 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 the actual zombies in Daisy. You know, so if I think you did it right doing that, because it does give it is like, like I said earlier, like a little Easter egg, you know, a little something for the fans, if you will, inside of what is already awesome and for the fans anyway, just that little extra mile taken to make something even better. Um, mm. And I think I think things like that are perfect. Like you say, if you can get any sort of green screen stuff going and make it look, you know, make it look as it as you would want it to and make it look real and look good, you know, something like having that having that character actually look like they're walking into one of the houses in in kamishova yeah, for example that can, be done. that can be done easy we we would actually we would actually remodel the houses i would have a, a part of the team just use that as the base and they'd actually model it and then they'd material it themselves so it would be full cgi but it would be based off the house mm-hmm. so they just yeah. to, they just remodel it to a much higher standard because the in-game files are terribly low uh, resolution. It would yeah. just look weird. It would just look strange. Be like a really sharp guy going into like a blurry kind of house. But yeah, yeah. essentially it would be they just like for like, um, at a super high quality, basically. And that's that's not very hard. I mean, these guys are they're insane. They're like they're Hollywood CGI artists. They just don't live in Australia. Yep. Um. So. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the world's our oyster. Just got to keep kind of pushing along and seeing if we if we can get some um, some su- support here and there. So if anyone's listening or watching, every minute you watch, every share you share is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback from everyone and I appreciate the support. It's really awesome. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it, really. Just got to wait for the next one. Utah, if you jump on your Twitch, I'll throw you some biddies if you like. No, no, it's it's. I'm. I don't. Um, I don't want to just jump on for that, man. I mean, I'll show you what we're doing in terms of um, this. This is what Lax is sharing. To starting today for a week, uh, he is going to be sharing this. Um, give me one sec. And while you're doing that, welcome vodka cupcakes. We haven't even started Hello. the uh, we haven't even started the console stuff. We had a couple of things to talk about, Mister AWOL Gaming, and now Mister Utah. So you haven't missed a single thing. Oh god, I was worrying. I kind of just ran home from work. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've even got time if you want to go grab yourself a cuppa or something oh, like I've that. Already because... got one. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, all sorted. See us, us Brits come prepared with our brews. Yes, <laughs> we have we have our we have our, <laughs> yep, we have our cups of teas ready, rocking and rolling every time. I got two of them, one hot, one cold. <laughs> Greedy sod.
that's uh but yeah that's um i won't take much, too much time but basically lax will be using the he'll be showing the film on his streams for the next week and he'll be putting up a graphic um and trying to raise funds for the next film that just goes directly into the film so hiring gear getting a better studio whatever it is um and i will just be matching and funding whatever i can um and i can't give you donate mate uh, what's that yeah. sorry i can't use your donate page because it uses paypal and i'm he's not black- going there again he's blacklisted by paypal Right, <laughs> it's, a, um, it's it's a long, complicated story, mate. He basically, <laughs> he basically, the, the the short, the TLDR of it is: guy spent too much money. PayPal no like him. But I don't understand why no. they do that. <laughs> no, no, that's, just, that's just PayPal. <laughs> that's insanity. Um, yeah. yeah, well, that's that's really the only way I can do it. I don't. I don't have any other way, unfortunately. Um, but totally appreciate the offer. Thank you. That's amazing. So I remember you saying when we when we last had you on the podcast, Mister Utah, you were talking about the the length of the videos and how you were looking to to maybe change those from from what the first couple of parts were. What's yeah. your what has that changed? Are you looking to what's your sort of ideal for episode three you want it do you have an idea of how long you want that video to be overall or is that going to be more of it depends on what we can film and how long that takes i would love to my ideal mark would be somewhere in like the 10 to 15 minute mark because i've already had a lot of response (laughs) from the eight minute film going that went so quickly like i want to see more. it did I'll, i'll agree with that it was over too quickly um and I think if you could double it, maybe the, that 15-minute mark would be really good. You know, you could sit down with a cup of tea or a coffee yeah. or a beer or whatever you, is your poison of choice and just really immerse yourself in. Like like Brim said earlier, Yeah, uh, even myself, I'm not watching as many long-form DayZ videos now. I'm looking for the shorter ones just because between the show, streaming myself, family and all the rest of it, I just don't have as much time as I used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think that whole that idea of that it, it, it's not the idea that it wasn't long enough, uh, episode two. I think it was more the idea of time flies when you're having fun. You know, it, it was a really good product. It was a fantastic video, and it was really enjoyable to watch. And as a result of that, you want more. Therefore, it seems like it wasn't enough. If you get what I mean, so mm. it's not a negative thing to say that that eight minutes was a bit too short. If anything, it's more of a compliment. You know, but like you say, aiming for that 10, 15 minute mark, I think most videos you'll find out, most YouTube videos in general across whatever, you know, subject it's on, most are usually around the 10, 15 minute mark, especially when it comes to video gaming content, because for the longest time, that's been the, you know, sort of the the status quo, if you will, that's, that's how it's worked out. And that's what's, what's got people the, you know, where they are. So Absolutely, I think st- I think no more than about fifteen minutes. Mm. Certainly, I would say less than twenty minutes an episode, because I think at that point, once you start in hitting the twenty minutes mark, then you're going into actual TV show episode length, and it, it kind of mm. crosses into something else that you know people will probably have that in the back of their mind going off. Well, you know, it's like twenty odd minutes long. You know, that's like an episode of you know whatever it is I'm watching at the moment. 
yeah it'd be, it'd be a fantastic video no doubt but a lot of people will have in mind that, that may seem a little too long so i think that that's somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes give or take a few minutes either side would be would be like the you know bang on the money so to speak yeah that's um so i want to start introducing new characters into the series because i've now our survivor everyone's starting to get to know the survivor um and yeah it just i want to introduce some i mean you heard someone in the last one i'm not going to spoil too much yeah but... <laughs> um oh it looks like awol tried to donate but his his credit card got rejected oh man i don't know maybe i set it up wrong I apologize. No, well, I, I, well, I think it's more on his end. No, <laughs> I, 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 th- I think the issue is, and you heard it here first. It's a it's a podcast exclusive. AWOL is an international money launderer, um, and um, the uh, Inter- Interpol has uh, shut down everything. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm a porn What did it say? What what did the message actually say? Um, he just asked AWOL. I uh, just it just said rejected the um the offer the donation so very strange five hundred dollars by the way but oh, yeah holy shit maybe um send send him a message after the show mate and try and work something out with him because yeah. I know he would really really appreciate the support that would go a long way um, that would. Just that would hire out a studio, a friend's studio, for two days because I get a rate. I could do two days with that. That's insane. No, so... it's all good, mate. It's, it's only bloody money. Bloody <laughs> hell. Um, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in contact with you after this, man. I really appreciate it. That's the amazing support. Um, and I'll you'll be getting creds for that sort of money. You get creds in the film for sure. Um, as an exec, so. Congratulations if you want to become an executive producer of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funny story is? My actual name's um, on the movie Toy Story. Really? Uh, yeah, as a contributor. Yeah. I, I met what? um Steve Jobs a long time ago. And uh, this is before he bought Pixar. And I was talking to him about Toy Story and all that. And, yeah, my name's on the. So there, there you go. go. Nice. The more you know. Nice. Just stick with me and we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll be at Toy Story by the end of the year, guaranteed. <laughs> level. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I guess 15 minutes uh, with some new characters. Um, I want to bring in some more action, but I don't want to bring in too much action because Daisy is kind of one of those things where it's like the no action is the action. It's like... If you give too much action, it's like, okay, what are we playing COD here? Like, you need to. It's a fine art. It's a dance. Yeah, it's a you've dance. got you've got to build up to it, and I think that's one thing you've done really well so far. Especially, like I say, without spoiling, you know, what the ending of episode two was was mm. literally that that cliffhanger, that moment of, oh shit, now I really want to know what happens in the next one, you know, and and that's what keeps people coming back is moments like that. So. You know, using using them sparingly will will work absolute wonders. Absolutely, um, that's right. And uh, wow, no, sorry, I'm just a bit overwhelmed by a walls. Um, <laughs> generosity. Uh, you're not the only one, mate. He's um, pretty, been quite generous nice, to me mate. tonight, and there's a lot of other people <laughs> in there in the community 
who have um, been a bit humbled by um, what he's been doing of late. Uh, I keep insane to him, though. Just make sure you don't overextend, mate. You've got to make sure you look after yourself as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's 100% right. Like like you said, that I think Sada said, is, uh, I mean, if you're willing to donate to the films, then that's fantastic, but only donate if you can. Like, that's you know, fine. Don't worry about it. I'm a plenty of cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, well, we'll organise something later, but um, that's amazing. And, and a big thank you to Boydie and, and Brim and the boys and the community because you guys have just... And like, a big thank you to Lax as well. It's nice to see one oh, of the, huge, the, the stars huge. of Daisy get behind it. You know, there's there's so many people now who are, you know, they're very careful of their uh, their name and their image and you know, reluctant to get involved with stuff. But it's great to see Lax just saying, in a good Aussie tradition... Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Fuck what the rest of them do, and he's doing it. And I'd like to see a few more people say that as well, because this helps everyone. It brings new eyes onto the game. Uh, like you said, you know, you've had people commenting on yours. This made me start playing Day Z. So, you know, it, it's a way of um, feeding everyone into um, this great community that is the Day Z community. Yeah, exactly. And what Lax has done, I mean, his tweet was his tweet was kind of perfectly said. He said, um, "What do you say? Where is it?" He goes, "If you want to make this series a reality, then get on board." Yeah, calling all Day Z streamers to help fund this Day Z movie series. I'm stepping up and getting on board. So, you know, he's you know like it's hard. I can completely understand. It's very hard for someone who's fairly influential in the community to be the first one to do it. Because it's like, well, I don't know this Mr. Utah guy. Do I really want to help him? You know, like, I get it. Like, it's, it's, you got to put yourself out there, you know, it's, it's, it's a dog eat dog world, but that's a beautiful sense of community. And, and he, he really, I've talked to Lax a lot about this and he truly believes in this series. He thinks what we're doing is just so awesome. Look at, and- have you watched his channel though? Have you seen the stuff that he's made for his own channel? Yeah, yeah. He loves this sort of live action stuff. Yeah, you know, it, it's in his bones. <laughs> his intro is unreal. Yeah, his intro <laughs> is absolutely insane. Um, and he's done so many little things like that. In fact, I, I think, you know, in, 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 hopefully we get past all this post COVID bullshit. I would love to see you and him team up for one, do one. Would... Well, this is what I said to him. I said, I've, you know, if we can get enough funding. He lives in Victoria, right? Yes, somewhere in uh, rural Victoria. And I'll, um, mate, I'll go down there with a couple of the team members and we'll shoot a Lux commercial. I'll script it up. We'll do a Daisy commercial for him that he can put on his stream, but to a very high level. Um, you know, we can dress him up. We can get him out in the middle of the forest in a campfire. We can get some zombies. It'd be unreal. It'd be so much fun. So, can I do that? Well, can I, it would be yeah, awesome to have like sure. a relaxed I'd cameo. I would love to. Um, I would love to do. Yeah, exactly. I am lax, and this is my Daisy story. So <laughs> you can have him starving at a campfire, eating beans, and his mate just got his head eaten by a fucking zombie or some shit like that. Well. Well, see, you've got you, when it comes to lax though, you you've got to have it correct. You've got to have it. He's got all the food, but what he'll do is he'll tell the others he's starving, so they'll give him theirs a little bit as well. So he definitely never starves. 
That's how that's how Lax rolls. So you've got to be a little bit careful with him. But it would be good to see, like, you know, episode, let's say episode five, for example, you know, where you suddenly you've got a, a, a wide shot, perhaps, of a bunch of zombies, and you just spot one with this fucking big black hair. And you go, oh, I think I recognize that. And you just see a little lax zombie stumble past trying to munch on someone's leg, you know? It'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, no, that would... Um... I'd love to do that. I think that would be really fun. And we could live stream it too, so people yeah. can see the production. Um, we could have a beer with the fans and let them know what we're doing, or a coffee, yeah. depending on the time, whatever. Or have a beer in the morning, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. And again, you look at it in the sense of, we were talking about like TikTok and short form content and what have you. You know, you imagine Mr. Utah put in a video on a TikTok of the ending of episode two, and it's like, oh yeah, that's, re- that's really cool. I like that. But then imagine that suddenly there's a bit in one of Lax's videos that shows it, and or you upload to it to TikTok or something, and you have Lax involved in it somehow, and you show, you know, on the TikTok, you show you've got Lax involved, and suddenly it's like fuck, you know, suddenly this whole new group of people are seeing this project from a from with no disrespect meant to you, Mister Utah, but from a relative unknown person, suddenly, oh shit, this guy's got Lax Hawthorne involved in this project. Yeah, That's pretty yeah, fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, you know, so that that new not only have you got that new group of people on on you know whatever different platform TikTok whatever else, but then you've also got people go I recognise that that's that lax bloke that streams. I love watching his streams. Oh well, if he's in it and he obviously likes this project, else he wouldn't be in it. So this must be worth looking at. And then bosh, off they go. You know, suddenly, you know, you you've, you it just involves it a little bit more and it helps it that little bit extra. You know. Yeah, and that's exactly the, what he's starting. Uh, this Sunday is a full week and 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 full week of advertising for the film, showing the film on his channel during the stream, and promoting that donation page and trying to get it up and running. I couldn't ask for anything more than that, man. Come on, that's that's amazing. That's that's that just shows that it, you know, the 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 community. He, you know, he 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 vouches for the community. You all vouch for the community. So if if you support it, then obviously it's something that everyone else wants to support too. It's yeah. you're not going to support something that's not going to support the game. It's the whole idea. So it's it's an incredible um, honor, basically. And uh, I I would love the be I would love Running Man and Smoke and stuff to get involved. And uh, I hope they've seen it. I know I know Running Man commented on one of them, um, but I don't know if he's seen any of the other ones or if if anything like that. It would be awesome to get them on board. Another guy would be um, uh, Smoke as well. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I've never spoken to Smoke or anything like that. I don't, I don't know too much about him. I know that he's a big streamer, um, and he loves Daisy and all that kind of stuff. But um, even just a simple share from him would, you know, these guys have quite a bit of power. You know, you know how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simple scumbag is saying, Mister Utah should search engine optimize tips and tricks for amateur filmmakers with his. Uh, BTS content so he can grab a larger audience. Yeah, yeah. So tips and tricks for amateur filmmakers. I can def. Uh, I can. I mean, tips and tricks not so much, but I can give you professional advice on things. Like a lot of amateur filmmakers would make a mistake of overexposing something so easily because of something. Um, and that's just an example. I can give tips on that. Why am I using an eighty-five mil versus a fifty mil? Why am I doing this? Um, and yeah, for sure, I'd love to do that in the behind the scenes, and I will do that. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I think the behind-the-scenes stuff is awesome. Like I said, I wouldn't understand half of what you were talking about when you went into the technical side of things, but yeah. I would still be thoroughly enjoying it. Yes. Because, you know, I, I'd be sitting there going, well, this is someone who knows what they're talking about, who's passionate about it. I'm learning something. Why wouldn't I enjoy this? You know, and, it, and like I say, it just adds that extra bit of content, gets those extra few eyes that wouldn't have seen the actual project itself otherwise, seeing that behind the scenes. It might be that someone sees the behind the scenes video before they see that episode and they go, what the fuck is this behind the scenes of what? And they look and they go, fuck, this is really good. And this is only two minutes of behind the scenes. Like now I want to see what that made. Like mm -hmm. I see, I see that there's a guy over there with a camera and he's filming a couple of zombies I really want to see that scene now. That's in the next episode. That's out now. I'll watch that. And then suddenly they're engaged. You know, if you've got things like your pay, you know, Patreon or PayPal or whatever else linked in the description of the video or whatever else, I go, oh, I'll chuck this guy a couple of quid. Look, that is tier one's only like $3. That's nothing. I'll pay that for a coffee. I'll chuck him a quick $3. I really enjoyed that. And it, it just adds, it just bolsters up the, the portfolio overall, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I've got some really good ideas for the Patreon. I think one of them is, is we one of the higher tiers is we we watch the film together. So that 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 tier, it's kind of like this. I sit there and watch it with you guys, and then we have a chat about it afterwards. Yeah, like a like a uh, a viewing party, if you will. Yeah, and then we have a Q and A and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really cool. Really, really. I cool. think that's an absolutely brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if we watch it together, can we spoon? <laughs> Mate, you if you donate twelve hundred bucks, he'll uh he will give you a reach around, I reckon. He's not he, he's, he's laughing but he didn't say no. <laughs> I would have to start an OnlyFans, I think. <laughs> oh, Mr. Well, Utah, I love yeah. what you're doing, mate, and yeah, the, the sky is only the limit for this. I, I firmly believe, um, you yeah, know, you've got lax on board. If we can get a couple like the Running Man, Minded, Toprek, Smoke, too. and um, uh, Sarah Moore, lax, uh, sorry, not lax, um, Uncle Ray Ray, and um, some of the guys who are absolutely killing it right now, if they can do a bit of a shout-out for this as well, um, would be absolutely fucking amazing, absolutely fucking amazing. Hurry up and get a Patreon up, mate. I think a Patreon will go a long way for this form just purely because of the things like you and I and my son discussed and Brim, Brim touched on some of them and added some other ideas today. Hurry up and get that up. Do a video on your channel announcing you've got a Patreon. You know, heartfelt explaining the costs involved. Any support you can give would be appreciated. Um, different tiers with different levels of rewards and get people um, on the bandwagon for it, mate. I think it's a fucking winning idea. Um, and I for can't sure. wait to see what project you tackle next after Day Z. Although, if my truth be told, if my heart um, has to speak it and it does, um, I don't want you to do anything else. Just stick with fucking Day Z, man. Yeah, we got <laughs> well, we, we got we got winter coming up. You could do a Namal special um, well, on the bloody uh, skiing slopes. Yeah, there's many things um, like Les Livonia and stuff. And also, don't forget, there's the maps from the mod. Yeah, you know, from the original mod, um, uh, like. I can't remember the name of the best map I ever played. And I played fuck like a thousand hours of it. It was a jungle-ish one. Um, it was a mod. Someone in chat oh, will tell us. Um, it was nah. It was so good. It was just unreal. It was kind. Of, it was like you're in the middle of the Bahamas almost. Like it was that kind of feel. Yep. 
uh, in the Caribbean and it was sick. But yeah, there's like Namask, man. I've already got plans. I'd love to go shoot that out in um, go shoot that out in Russia. Like I've got connects in Russia. Lingor. I can stay there and I can shoot Mark, there. Mark Olner said Lingor. it's called Lingor. Lingor. Lingor, yeah, that was unreal. Yeah. Um, so thank you for having me, guys. It was amazing. And no, more than what you're always welcome on the show, um, mate. We'll always fit you in and make room. We're just as well, we're probably not just as passionate, but we're passionate about this project as well, mate. It's it's doing more for Day Z than our little show does. Um, so keep on doing it, buddy. I will, thank you. And a big special thanks to AWOL. I will be in contact, my friend. Um, your generosity is amazing, and I hope you believe in the project as well, because that's the most important Lee, thing. Uh, AWOL, I have to ask, have you actually watched the live action episodes? No, <laughs> you only just told me about it. I'll I'll send you a link to them, mate. They're yeah, fucking yeah, I've, got, I've got the link. Oh, you've before got it already. You, before yeah, you, before you don't you, yeah. become an executive producer, I think it's important that you watch. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. Yeah, might, might help. Yeah. Um, but I'll send you a friend request, and we'll have a chat um, about if you want to get involved, of course. And uh, everyone, watch Lax's stream later on, and he'll be he'll be sharing it too. And big ups to Boydie. Thank you. Big ups to Brim and everyone else. Thank you so much, guys. If you can share that um, um, link in our Discord as well, mate, because I will add a command. Um, I'm pretty sure Brim will add a command. Um, I'm pretty sure nearly anyone watching who's in chat will add a command as well. Yeah, we'll link to the latest video. And if you like this, here's a link to support the guy making these videos. Um, sure. Yeah, we'll come up with a word. Brim, um, Brim, I'll privately message you the link for the yeah. episode and for the PayPal as well. Yeah, yeah, no, send me, send me everything you want, mate, everything you can. My DMs are open everywhere, so send me whatever you need and I can get it all set up and rock and roll. And Brew can also talk to you about your TikTok that you need to set up as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do that today. I'll, I'll I'll put out the trailer for episode one and then just see how that rolls. But, yeah, TikTok. You, 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 you just got to make sure. Right. I think the entry requirement for TikTok is you have to do one of those nurses dancing in the – in the thing during the pandemic style videos. I think yeah. that's a obligatory first video on TikTok. Brim, did you do one well, for the um podcast channel? No, do you know what? That's the only thing that I haven't done either on my personal TikTok or the podcast <laughs> ones. I haven't done I haven't done any like actual IRL related stuff. It's all been, you know, in, in the case of the podcast, it's been moments from the podcast. And now you know how to get increase your numbers, quick, mate. So. You need to you need to do one of those um, do a silly dance. In the, yep, silly dance. Dancing struggling in, in the pandemic moment. In your undies. <laughs> in your un, in your undies with a shovel. Silly dance. Money's going to be oh, in yeah. in no time. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mister Utah. Anything else you want to add, buddy? No, that's it. Thank you. I'll be in contact with everyone. And awesome. Have a great stream, and I'll let you get on to vodka. See no worries. Guys. And Val. All the best. We're talking about console. Oh, I'm going to watch. I'm just going to start this TikTok thing off, so I'll jump off, but I'm going to watch it on stream. No worries, buddy. All the best. All right. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. All the best, much. mate. See ya. Vodka Cupcakes, how are you, darling? Hello. I'm tired, but I'm all right. How you doing? <laughs> good. We are very, very good. So we have got you and Val on today to talk about console. But before we go any further, I'm pretty sure everyone knows Val. Well, Val... Val, what have you been up to lately, mate? Pretty much nothing. Been very busy with work, so I've been working through the weekends. And how's your poetry really book going, from... mate? Um, it went, it went okay. Yeah, it went, it went okay to start off with. Um, yep. 
obviously things have faded since then, but as everything does that, after been, release, yeah, been working, you know, playing bits of Daisy, playing some other games too, and just mm-hmm. trying to relax when I'm not working. So, well, feel free to share uh, links to your uh, poetry book. All the proceeds are going to charity off memory. They are, yeah, they're going to a, a hospice, a local yep. hospice to me. So yeah, I can do that. So feel free to share the links in uh, both mine and Brim's uh, chat for anyone who's interested in checking out some poetry by our boy Val. And Vodka, thank you for making it tonight, mate, uh, for our console special. Tell us a bit about you, mate. Um, Just a small streamer, really. Well, to be fair, I've had um, Twitch for probably almost around a year now, but I only started streaming Daisy. I think it was last March. Yep. And ever since then, it's just skyrocketed. I was stuck at around 200 and, 200 and something for a very, very long time streaming Rainbow Six Siege, and I just wasn't getting anywhere with it. So Daisy's pretty much changed that for me in a really positive way, yeah. My ears pricked so... up when I heard Rainbow Six Siege then. I've just come back oh, to the game after an absence. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? It's one of my. It, it's up there with Daisy as one of my favourites, yeah. but it's it's definitely so much more frustrating. I, I had to rage quit off it for like six angry. months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just got to the point where I was just like, I'm done with this, and I doubled down on Daisy, even like off stream, because Siege was done for me. But it's it's come a long way, so it's nice to see that... They've uh, a few things, haven't they? I think the last it's time confusing. I played it was for Halloween. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing I, anymore. Like I say, I haven't played it... I, well, with the exception of recently, I haven't played it for like six plus months. So yeah. I'm trying to get used to the fact they've reworked maps like House and stuff, and I'm now lost on oh, maps. Like, yeah, but yeah. I used to know like the back of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off. <clears throat> And what else have you been doing lately? I actually saw a tweet. Uh, apparently, you're coming over to the uh, the Master Race soon. I am, finally, yes. I've been talking about it for a few months, and it was one of those things that I sort of threw to the back of my head. You know, people would ask, uh, you know, what are you still doing on console? Get onto PC. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And it was sort of just uh, end of December. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to just do it. And a fair few of my... Um, friends that I play on console with have also got a PC this month so it just kind of yep. pushed me to actually do it rather than just say it So Daisy doing more PC yeah. sales than um, any other game in the history of gaming yep yep it is I'm still going to keep my console but PC gaming I, I think I finally need to get onto that yeah but what's the um, audience like for watching um, console streamers on Twitch um, do you know the more <laughs> The most comments I get is revolved around people will follow and then they'll, you know, type something in and it'll usually be a case of, oh my God, a console player, this is brilliant. Like they get sort of an excitement from it. I think it's one of those rare things now. And then obviously I've made it to affiliate through console, you know, without all the fancy stuff on my screen. It's just a bog standard. It's just a screen and my voice in the background, really. I haven't got any alerts or anything set up, but not doing any of that till I go to PC. Uh So not done too bad really you look at um smoke he's probably the king of minimalistic um he doesn't have a single thing on his um yeah. on his stream he doesn't do alerts or anything like that he just you know he doesn't miss an alert he always talks about it but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's probably the king of minimalistic so yeah you know, it, it's 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 whatever suits your personality and your play style um That's it. yeah yeah <laughs> So we got you fair, to. Oh, sorry, the, the, I think to be fair as well that the the fact that that Daisy on console can be so bad 
at times <laughs> it can be so like like the video that you sent me in the other uh, couple of videos oh. that, that, uh, that bwad 99 sent me as well showing yeah. just how bad it is it, it's like it it's not surprising that that you're coming over to pc as mm-hmm. are so many others like i think we've spoken about it on the podcast before the amount of times we'll get comments in our chats from regular people that you know that we see that are, that are you know regulars in our chats for the podcast saying you know i started playing daisy because of the podcast and and now i started only had an xbox but now i've got a pc because i really want to play it on pc and you know it, it does it, there are a lot more people especially in the last sort of year or so i think that have yeah yeah. i've seen a a massive uptick in the amount of people saying i've come to pc from console and Mm -hmm. and obviously I'm, i'm assuming for the majority of people part of that is the the performance or the the lack thereof at times on uh on the console version of the game so it's it's not surprising to hear that that you're coming over but it, it's definitely good to hear because like you say you've it speaks a, it speaks a lot about your content and the type of person you are that you have managed to get um you know get to to that affiliate status without yeah. having any of the fancy stuff that a lot of pc guys have you have got that minimalistic side of things mm-hmm. you know and, and that's worked perfectly well for you so Yes, theoretically now that. it's yeah exactly and theoretically now with with that extra little bit of something behind you in the, in the form of pc and all the stuff that that comes with it you know that can really help yeah i mean i'm getting into it already i've um been speaking with uh good old dr strange getting some overlays and things set up already so i'm i'm getting there i'm just waiting for the actual pc to arrive so nice. still playing console for now yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't played it on console for probably close to two years now i mean i've been streaming for about two years now give or take so it's been mm-hmm. well over what i would say well over eight to 18 months since i last played daisy on console at all i think I, I did come back to it like once uh like i say over 18 months ago on stream just to be like well i've played it on pc for like a year or so let's give it a let's go yeah. back to console and see what's changed and uh yeah as you can tell it was only the one stream for for the same for the same reasons everyone's moving yeah, to PC. No, there's still, yeah, there's a lot of things that could probably be worked on, but that to be fair to them, every update they do fix one of the major things. Obviously there's that recent one with the glow stick and what have you. So I think that's in the patch notes and things. So they do get on top of it fairly quick, yeah, but yeah, still and a, I, a lot, a big amount of issues. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, with the we were quite fortunate, as as I'm sure regular mm-hmm. viewers will know, to have some of the some of the the guys from the the actual development team on the podcast before. Now we've had obviously Sumrak, the lead developer, and we've got a close relationship with Scotty, who's the uh, Scotty, PR and yeah. brand manager. And he said he said, you know, back at, during the Christmas episode of the podcast, that that's what they wanted for 2021. Yeah, you know, they wanted to focus more on the on fixing, on fixing it. You know, mm-hmm. on both console and PC. So, looking at the patch notes for for 1.11 or 1.11, whatever anyone's going to call it, that's exactly seeming like what they've done. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and one thing I did notice, and I'm sure we'll bring it up sometime later on as well with the Twitter watch side of things, but they've actually, if I remember, I saw something today about they'd actually tweeted out or something saying their plan, like with an actual like planned date of when they're planning on bringing 111 to live. Yeah. Like when, it's, when it's no longer going to be experimental, which I I think they said February 16th, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, the, the fact, the fact that they've done that, the fact that they've even said, look, 
we understand you guys want a bit more you know conversation out of us you want us to let you know things as they happen and, and what's going on you want that little extra communication how's this for you bang next stable update in two weeks is a date for you and it's like um i think they've they shied away from that for years due to the whole roadmap issue and stuff like that they had back in the day so it's good to see that they are finally really listening to the community and 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 putting in place the things that we've said that you know we would all like to see yeah yeah definitely well brim it's all you now mate so <clears throat> i uh let me see there it is so what i'll do is i'll just quickly pop if i can remember how to uh how to work my computer i'll uh, i'll share my screen and share the uh the video that vodka cupcakes was kind enough to send me on on twitter of uh to kind I'm of explain <laughs> yeah to explain what is what goes on in the uh you know in the console community as far as the game itself if it will let me because i've got it set up a bit daft on my uh on my third screen can everybody see that there's something there. Yep. Yeah. God, this is... oh, shit, bitch. I'm just trying to look for the. Oh no. Oh no. I'm. No, no, no. Help, help, help. I'm desync. No. No. I'm logging out. Quick. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm where we were. She's hitting me, but I'm nowhere near her. Please don't do this. I've got eight seconds. Come on. I'm not dying. Please, I'm passed out. No. I think that clip perfectly sums up Daisy on PC a few As well. years ago. And, you know, even and, yeah, now, even so now, much... it can still happen. So yeah. it still happens now, but it's it's a lot rarer, I think, now to see that. I, I do remember though, back even before I had a PC and had Daisy, I would play on my friend's PC whenever I'd go to his house to visit, and it would be like that he back at back in them day i mean that's even before 1.0 you're talking 0.63 even 0.53 you know back in those sorts of days and you're talking one fps in kamishovo of all places you know <laughs> so coming from that coming to what we've got now and then to see that it's it it's weird to see that it's almost like daisy console is a step back in time to what daisy pc used to be which you know is, yeah. is a is a shame it is it is i mean has it been difficult to, to sort of you know to to do it or to sort of sit there and stick with it on 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 console considering those yes. sorts of issues how how has that been sort of on you as a you know trying to obviously keep up that more positive bravado that we all have to kind of have to on stream what's it been like knowing that yeah. you know trying trying to keep positive on top of that it it gets frustrating, don't get me wrong. I do have times where I'll be streaming, I'll just go, oh, this fucking game. It <laughs> happened, that, that exact uh, video that you posted, I think I had to re-log, um, I want to say between 15, 17 times within a two and a half hour stream. It was terrible, but I don't know whether it's, could possibly be something to do with official community. They might just have, it, it's just one of those, you don't know exactly what it is. You can't pinpoint it, obviously, because it would have been sort of fixed by now, wouldn't it? So, yeah. 
no yeah, hatred there whatsoever, just frustration. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think we're all in that same boat as well. Like you say, you still yeah. get desync on PC every so often. Yeah. Nowhere near as bad as that, obviously, but it happens. Um, especially on on sort of modded community servers with shit tons of mods, as some of them do have a large number of mods on them. So, you know, it, it's it's something that we on PC have to deal with a little bit every now and then, but nowhere near to, well, in Quite my experience frequent. anyway, yeah, yeah, nowhere near as frequent as that. I mean, and, and it's weird, like I say, it's been a long time since I've played it on console, but it wasn't even that bad when I played it. I would see people moaning and... Bef- you know, and saying, oh, fucking Daisy on PC, it's crap, and it's, you know, and I will say the inventory system is a fucking nightmare in comparison to PC. Trying to go in your inventory and choose, you know, get specific items and move things around is a, is a ball ache with a controller in your hand, but... Yeah, I love that. You know, That's crazy. I'm, I don't know any different, do I? So it's... Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I, I had already learned the PC way before I got mm. it on Xbox, and then I moved to PC after that uh, anyway. So yeah. for me, it was a, it was definitely a bit of a culture shock, you know. Even though I was so used to playing on a controller, trying to play DayZ on a controller with that controller scheme was an absolute nightmare. Well, uh, there's yeah. a couple of things in my um, chat that I have to say to uh, Scale Speeder. I take it we're not celebrating that we've got Daisy on console. Well, no, um, <laughs> I 100% agree. And I, I constantly think it's an absolute miracle that they've got this fucking game working on console because as I understand it, there is nothing like it on console. Um, but I Wills is also saying there is not so much DSync on PS5 as there was on PS4. Have you heard that as well yeah. with the new Xbox models? Um Vodka? I'm not sorry. Can I jump in? Sorry, Val? I'm yep. not sure that's that's actually totally accurate. Sorry, I I played Daisy on Series X, and the server performance obviously is server side, not not hardware side. So the the server performance is shocking on full pop servers. Like it's I know full pop, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Obviously, PC and Xbox and PlayStation have all had issues with server performance since 1.10. But I think it's like massively exacerbated after this. Like you, you could play full pop servers on console before, and it was, you know, potentially a bit dodgy. But I think after one point one ten, it was horrendous. Like I played when the Series X first came out, and although the game ran smoother, the game was great. But the server performance was horrendous. It really was, and that put me off, kind of playing console Daisy slightly at that point. I think it was. You know, it may be the case that some people have had better experiences, but I was playing on a full pop community server on Series X and it was horrendous. It was just, mm. you know, really, really laggy. Um, you know, players disappearing and reappearing. And, you know, I've had that on PC too, but on, on the Series X, it was horrible. So would you say then, in theory, between the consoles, when it comes to the next gen in comparison to the, the previous gen, may, on, on those lower pop servers where perhaps you wouldn't necessarily have that issue, do you, do you ever see in any circumstance a case where those newer consoles actually do run Daisy better as, as, as people would expect? Or is it always they do. Yeah, much? they do run it better. Like a lot of the issues you have yeah. on base consoles, like you get, sometimes get lag when you look down site. And that's been totally erased, or mostly erased, on Series X and PS5 from my own experience. Um, a lot of the sort of game side lag, it's massively reduced, and the frame rate is, is a hell of a lot more stable, even in big cities. So I would think that there is an advantage for people playing on Series X or PS5 at the minute, especially in PvP, because kind of the reaction 
time, especially when there's lag res and you've gone on a, on a One X or even like a One S. You know, it's that'll just that extra half a second you get will kind of win the day for you. I think. Yeah, and I think, like you say, that is a bit of an issue when you've got people that it, it, essentially, for all intents and purposes, in that circumstance, Daisy becomes pay to win. You know, in 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 a, in a roundabout yeah. kind of way, because mm-hmm. if you can, if you're someone who's fortunate enough, especially in the current climate global climate we've got with this pandemic and what have you you know if you're lucky enough to have the money to be able to afford one of the newer consoles you know you you're immediately in theory gonna have an advantage over someone who can't afford to get one of the newer consoles and is playing on an older version and that you know and that's and that's just purely by chance essentially you know that's not something that the you know that that, that anybody can can control essentially so it's because that's a comment that, that OG place. Treats left in the Discord as well uh, yeah. about the advantages PS5 owners have over PS4. Is it the same yeah. with the new Xbox uh, as well, Val? Yeah, like I say, it's um, a lot of the sort of game side lag, like stuttering when you raise your gun and those sort of stutters that aren't server-related, like desync-related, are incredibly... It's incredibly different the experience you have, even between... A One X and a Series X, which obviously it's a still a decent step up, but it's um difference for me was huge. And but then again, it's all it's the same as on PC. You could be playing DayZ with a Ryzen five with integrated graphics, you know, on low settings at seven twenty P and the person that you're shooting could have a you know, a RTX thirty ninety if they could get one. So I think there's there's always gonna be some kind of gap between yeah, I agree. You with know, that, sort yeah. of consoles yeah. and machines, but I agree with what Brim says that it does kind of become peer to win in some respects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I th- and I think that's not what the devs want either. So, unfortunately, I think though that at the end of the day, there's not. I don't see a way in which we that cannot be a thing. Like you yeah. say, there because because like you say, not everybody has the money to go out and buy a brand new Xbox One Series X. Well, not, a, not, a, not everyone even can. They're, they're they're rare as fucking. Rocking horse shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even, but even if they're widely available, you know, that, that not everyone's going to suddenly have one. So it's not so unless unless the actual console manufacturers themselves can can put updates out or something to to bring those older consoles in line with those newer ones. But then at that point, it's like, well, why are we releasing the newer ones at all then? You yeah. know, so it kind of hurts their business. So they they're not going to do oh, that. So. Yeah, so it's a no-win situation in a sense, but at the same time, I think it's a it's a massive win either way because at least Daisy's got got people playing it, and and like we said, we see quite frequently now we we talk about the Steam charts for Daisy and see how we've recently on PC hit a an all-time uh, highest concurrent players of the game on PC, but we rarely get a chance to to talk about console in that regards as well because the information perhaps isn't so um, isn't so easy to come by, but you know. The, uh, the developers themselves, Bohemia, put out uh, uh, a little infographic that we covered on yeah. the podcast the other week, showing that console is, is is doing massive numbers. And just in 2020 alone, you know, I think it was literally in the millions of people <clears throat> bought DayZ. You know, I have to ask um, both Val and Vodka, what what is it like? Because <laughs> um, you guys are quite aware of DayZ, Val especially yourself. Like you're still relatively new to it, but what is it like when you meet people who've just started playing Daisy on console? Are they blown away by what Daisy is on a console platform? 
Um, my experience, I've just, I, I don't really bump into many new people. It's sort of, oh, I've been playing for a while. I've been doing this, that, and the other. I mean, you don't. To be fair, on console, I don't really get to chat to many. It's kind of just kill on site, you know. Unless you're joining <laughs> a role play server, which I yep. have been in a role play server, yeah. But obviously, then again, it's role play, so you can't sort of talk about that thing. So I don't really come across many that will talk about the game itself. Um, you know, there's been the odd few asking me, you know, how long have you been playing? What do you think? Can we have a nice chat about it? It's usually the same old stuff, you know. It's a little bit laggy, but brilliant game, brilliantly made. I'm happy I can play it. Glad I bought it. Is that there's like excitement and then there's also like you know the downfalls as well but yeah what about yeah. yourself Al? what's your experience been like i think that i was quite lucky in a way to be part of ncrp on the xbox in the early days and that's a great community server and so many of those people were, were new you know i introduced some people myself which is part of the reason why i switched from pc to console DZ, which is a weird sort of inversion which most people have but like a few of my friends and people that i knew were console players so i think just to try and have an experience with them i sort of half and half switched over and i think they were kind of you know kind of shocked about the the experiences that you could have in Daisy. and it's i think going back to what scale speed said too it's the fact that we've got Daisy on consoles amazing you know Daisy is very much from what i know anyways is quite CPU heavy, quite reliant mm -hmm. on a fast hard drive or an SSD. You know, the Xbox One's got a 1.75 gigahertz CPU and a shitty old hard drive. <laughs> so to have the game running as it does is, is an achievement, and I think that's, that's something that should be celebrated, but then yes. that shouldn't take away from the fact that it has issues, which you know, may or may not be solved on base consoles. Maybe the next gen will, or the, the current gen now, will be the time at which they can push on with is there any is there any game that you guys are aware of that's a similar sort of map size to daisy on console because i i honestly can't think of anything um the yeah i know there's like red dead redemption and that but even those maps are much smaller um than daisy is um I, I it's kind of groundbreaking as far as i can tell of what a console's capable of doing yeah, nothing. I'm, I don't know, agree with you. I don't know anything that's sort of that big. That's what I mean. I, there is that amazement of it that it can sort of hack being on console. With it, it's got so many features and things that you just wouldn't expect a console to be able to run, and it still does it. So, I, I will just said in chat uh, the Witcher, but that's solo. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I imagine yeah. having multiple players all with connections just adds. Oh, GTA Five, oh, uh, simple scumbag yeah. thing. But even that map's not as big as Daisy, is it? I don't think so. No, it's a pretty decent sized map. But then, like you say, GTA with its online and and with Red Dead's online, you know, they're they're decent sized maps and they're sort of open world ish, if you will. Oh, similar, um, yeah. But yeah, but but at the same time, they're two completely different games mm. from Daisy. So I think ignoring map size and uh, and open world related stuff. You know, I think Daisy probably is the only game of its type in the sort yeah. of in that survival genre that that does what it does. Um, and you could, I guess, you could say that about PC as well to a degree as well. But you know, certainly on uh, on console, like I say, I mean, I I'm a bit behind on the console stuff, but mm. I don't, I can't think of any other game that I've ever seen that that would be anything like what Daisy would be, especially yeah. for console. I think from a quick Google. I think Chinaris is 
around five times, well, four and a bit times as big as the map on GTA 5. Yep. Okay. 100 kilometers squared larger than the Witcher 3 map. And obviously when you take into account that Daisy is online and persistent, has, you know, quite a complex loot table, despite what mm-hmm. some people may think. Yeah. It's just incredible that it runs on, on base consoles as it does. I know that, like I said, there's issues, but it's something that's, you know, quite positive. But it's not really- perfect and it can be shit at times, but yeah it's good <laughs> especially with the quality of our uh, graphics they go for i see people talking about world of warcraft but yeah as Agwal just said it's not on console uh, but um its graphics aren't as high edge compared to what daisy's going for it goes for more of a a, a gamey style graphic uh resolution which i imagine would pro uh, again i'm probably wrong but um wouldn't be as intensive as trying to render in all the grass and the foliage and yeah, just an absolute fucking yeah. nightmare. I've never played World of Warcraft, but I I reckon that if I if I was if World of Warcraft was to come to console, they it would have to be something around that sort of that those newer gen consoles and whatever we may have in the future, because just graphically alone from all the different colors and all the things that are going on in that game, it's a hell of a like it's a hell of a bright game. There's a lot going on on the screen at any given time that 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 you will see like obviously in daisy you don't really pay attention to to the fact you know to each blade of grass but the, the obviously your preferred you know thing has to has to still render that in in some sense so i think it would be i th- i think something like world of warcraft on on console would almost blow up consoles yeah. i think we actually literally see sides of people's houses missing because their <laughs> consoles explode i'm surprised that hasn't happened with daisy on console to be fair but thankfully it hasn't i i think the the challenge with daisy is still there's so many gamers out there that, that have been conditioned by the majority of games where uh, this is who you are this is what you have to do this is the end game a game with no yeah. end game is still um kind of what, but what am I meant to do? You could do whatever you want. I, I don't know what I want to do. Just tell me what I have to do. Um, so yeah. many people still struggle with that concept that that is Daisy. Yeah, I think video games have always been quite structured, haven't they? Yes. They've always sort of had yeah, that, yeah. especially in the early days. You know, when when we were all kids, and you know, Boyd was already a fully fledged adult. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we had those moments where we, you know, most games were those single player campaigns, and you know. You had to have an ending, yeah. Yeah, you had to have an end game. You know, you had different missions and different levels, and it would get to a, to that end game. You know, you'd be like, "I beat the boss of the game," well, that's me done now. That's but it. But like you yeah. say, with with Daisy, there isn't that. For some people, there are end games. Some people's end games are building a base. Some are, you know, killing X amount of people, or you know, getting a certain piece of gear or equipment that they want. You know, and every I think everyone's got their own end game. And I think that's I, one of the really. I, I've, I have to digress here. Uh, you just reminded me of something. I was watching uh, young Benjamin play um, Daisy last night, Benfruit, and oh, yeah. um, I came in and he just got in his hands on a gorse rifle and a oh, foul. Christ. He had a gorse rifle and a <laughs> foul, um, but his character god at that point. Then his character had drunk dirty water, um, oh. so he had cholera. And this was on the mulls. So he's um, running off and he's you know, sipping on the water, but he needs food as well because he's vomiting. Um, he sees some wolves and he uh, shot the wolves. And I put the comment in chat. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. 
He killed the wolves and then cut the wolves and started cooking them in the same spot. And straight away, <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, the fowl is such a distinctive sounding rifle. That's going to re- yeah. that's the dinner bell ringing. And sure enough, the poor bugger got shot. He had his end game. Yeah. He didn't even get to use the gorse rifle and he died because of it. It was, it was oh. a tragic thing. I felt bad for typing it. Because I kind of foreshadowed what was going to happen. Jinxed him. And, and someone even put in chat, Boyd, he fucking called what was going to happen. And I was like, <laughs> I feel bad, but it was just, it, but in his defense, he was um, starting, he was on the brink of red and losing health. So even still, I probably would have just picked up, cut one wolf, picked it up and ran 500 meters away. Because um, yeah. he, had, he had a gas stove as well. He didn't even need to light a fire. But yeah, he did it right where he killed the wolves and he died for it. It was sad to I see. I wonder, obviously hindsight's a beautiful thing, but I wonder if instead of using the foul, he had actually used the Gauss rifle. Because you you talk about the foul having obviously such a distinctive sounding mm-hmm. game. Everyone knows what it is and goes, fuck it, I'm having that. I don't know if you've ever heard the Gauss rifle in game when you've just been running down, minding your business and someone else fires it and you didn't know that they were there. But maybe, maybe I'm just a pussy, but that's immediately, that's my asshole falling out. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm done. So, like, maybe that person that shot him, if he'd used the Gauss rifle instead, would have heard that and gone, fuck that, that guy's got a Gauss rifle, I'm going the other way. Because that's what I would have done. Oh, I can't relate. I don't even know what it sounds like. Oh, you'd, you'd know it. You'd know it, trust me. <laughs> Google it, you'll, you'll find out, and you'll understand exactly what I mean, because it's a, it's a hell of a weapon. <laughs> I can't wait to see the next. Uh, I can't wait to see a vodka cupcakes video of you with your first time having your hands on a on a Gauss rifle and firing it because that's like, that's a hell of a Gauss rifle. That's pretty. <laughs> it's what? Sorry. It's pretty awesome. The Gauss rifle. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just watch Running Man. He, he's grabbed hold of one of them before. He usually has them, does he? I have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. They're they're so powerful. Like they they will one tap a bear. They'll probably one tap multiple bears. They're they're such a monstrous weapon. It you know it it is almost like you've won the game when you find one with a good bit of ammo and stuff because it's such a powerful weapon. It's it doesn't matter you know what what part of the body you hit that person. If 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 exploding and and dismemberment of limbs was a thing in Daisy, it'd be happening. <laughs> It's, it's a well, running man cannon. had one, and um, he actually missed, and then got killed. So it was actually bloody hilarious. But there's <laughs> a lot of people. I saw it uh, uh, in chat as well uh, with Benfrey. A lot of people are saying getting the Gauss rifle is cursed. I don't think even has has even Smoke had much luck with the Gauss rifle. No idea. I don't think. I don't I've think seen he has with one. No idea. But... I think some servers, not well, not every server has them. That's the thing. I think because it's a standalone mod of its own, and it's not part of the either of the two Namask mods that Sumrak created. I think that kind of limits how much you see it in game, because not every server is going to have it, and not every server is going to know that it exists. So, it's. I think if I think everyone should have it on their server as an option, because it is a fucking awesome bit of kit. But it comes in like fucking five different parts or something. You need to find the weapon. There's a, an optic for it. There's specific mags for it, ammo, and you need a, ba- a specific mm. battery for it. So if you know if you're lucky enough to come across one already pre-built, you're you're onto a winner. But otherwise, you've got to look for it in different places. Okay, if anyone's got a clip of uh, 
uh, smoke killing two guys with one shot. That would be fucking awesome to actually watch um, later in the show. But um, oh yeah, yeah, we've we've actually got some um, comments um, in the Discord that we need to go through. I've got my um, yes. shared my stream up so everyone can see it. The first one was by Headhunter. I'll let you take over, Brim. Yeah, so Headhunter, he's one of my. There we are. He's one of my uh, my subscribers and, and and regular viewers on on my channel, um, and he's basically talking here about um, about things like vanilla base building and and the idea of possible mods and stuff as well. Um, because he's saying there that that one of the main discussion points is the hope that at least some of the less complicated mods, um, you know, maybe it would be nice to see those on on console. I think we've mentioned the idea before with. Something as simple as, or supposedly simple, I should say, as uh, as Winter Chinaris, you know, would in theory would be a lot easier to implement than, say, um, you know, a, a, a trader mod, for example, or something <clears throat> like that. And I think yeah. that's kind of the point that uh, that Headhunter is trying to bring up here is that it, although we know we don't have mods available on, you know, on console at the moment, the closest we've got obviously is the community servers and. I think server owners can edit some files somewhere and I'm not really with the, with the more technical side of it, as you can tell. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it would be awesome to see something like winter Chinaris. We talk about the idea of there being like an, another map that Bohemia create for Daisy, which would be awesome to see because then that gives those, um, <clears throat> those console players that don't have access to things like the modded maps like deer Isle and Namalsk and various others. Mm gives it gives something extra something new because i mean i don't know what you guys opinions are. i'll throw it to you guys but when it comes to 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 daisy it's obviously it's such a wonderful game but having chinaris and now obviously livonia but having chinaris being the only map for for the longest time any time i get a chance to check out a new map whether it be the new rosto or whether it be uh essica that's soon to come out livonia obviously deer isle things like that it's it's bringing Daisy to another setting, essentially, and it just adds that little extra excitement in a weird way. I don't know if you guys uh, ever sort of get that that thought and feeling as well. Oh yeah, I always get jealous when they release a new map on PC. You know, we've, we've got Livonia, we've got Chinaris. Personally, I'm not a massive fan of Livonia, um, so I just tend to stick with Chinaris quite a lot. But then you've you know you've got like the uh, the clothing, you've got the full white hunter's gear. Like, where can you sort of get away with wearing that and you know, it's things like that that just make you think, oh, I would really like to try out Namalsk or even Rostow. Yeah, that looks like a brilliant map, that one. Everyone's been yeah. there sort of playing that, every stream that I've been watching. It, it is a really good, it is a really mm. good map. It's it's still early stages, so it still has a few bits and bobs that need sort of tweaking here or there and a few changes to the map that could do with yeah. uh, an update. But generally speaking, it's a pretty solid start, but... I don't know if there's anyone more sort of technical minded and more legal minded, perhaps. But one of the things that Headhunter brings up in regards to the idea of modding for console is is the idea of copyright. You know, what's the copyright involved with modding? You know, should Bohemia want to adapt and use some of the better mods? Do they have to get permission from and or pay a fee to the creator, for example? You know, look, to, I to, imagine to be able to get those going with the winter map. Um, they would not just use the mod. They would, they, you know, they've said it before. Like, um, um, I think I recall an episode where they talked about helicopters, um, or some yeah. rack, um, when I interviewed them, I'm not sure, but that if they did do it, they would do it from the ground up themselves. 
and obviously because they've got access to stuff that even the modders don't have access to, they would do it. Yeah, you know, if you haven't played the winter maps, you know, like the bushes. Um, yeah. From a distance, they'd look like a normal bush. Then you get up close and you can see they're just sticks and all the rest of it. Well, if they were to do it, they'd probably, you know, redo all those models so it's not just um, um, a a mod of the existing bushes and so on. So it would be very yeah. interesting to see um, and probably something that would be even popular on PC, an actual official winter churnerous map. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. when it comes to when it comes to the mods and stuff, there are console games that have mods. Fallout Four's got community created mods on it that you can use. Um, you know, in very and some of them are really quite involved as well. Like you can get. I mean, it's been a while since I've done it, but you could have King Kong, like literally a giant fucking gorilla, <laughs> to protect your air in Fallout Four. Do you know what I mean? So, so it, the the basic idea is there um, for, for the idea of mods on on console, but obviously it depends per game how it how it would work. And like you say, I think if it was to come to say another map, whether it be Winter Chinaris or otherwise, I think Daisy, the developers themselves, would be better off doing it themselves rather than through modding channels in some way. But like I think I think Headhunter brings up a good point: is that when it comes to to the idea of it like copyright would i think be an issue you know or, or ownership of those mods because there's no on console there is no no platform for that there is no you know xbox workshop like there is a steam workshop for example so mm. there's nowhere for these people you know for modders to up, upload their stuff in the first place so it would be a bit of a problem it would be a bit of a nightmare to begin with but i think the issue kind of tends to be that that the consoles themselves, the companies behind them, Microsoft and Sony, are very, are very strict and very stringent in what they what they allow on. Hence, why it takes so yeah. long sometimes for for updates to hit console. After you know, we often have or have had in the past where an update will go live on PC and it's another week or two before console gets the update mm-hmm. because of because those companies are a bit you know a bit more stringent with it. Whereas with Steam, it's it works a different way. I think modding for the console would throw up quite a lot of issues. I think, firstly, you say copyright. I believe that I am legally minded, but I'm not big up on copyright law. But as far as I know, um, the modders would have the copyright. So either they would have to license that to Bohemia for free or take a fee for it. The yeah. issue there is that, effectively, they'd still, Bohemia would still need to put manpower into reviewing the mod code to ensure that there was no exploits, presumably, uh, which is... Gravity Wolf um, has come in with a comment, and he would... Oh, I'm echoing on someone. Great, um, Yeah, he would know, because he's uh, one of the vanilla plus plus modders. We've always wanted to have mods on console, but Bohemia doesn't really trust most of the modders with adding their code to console. Maybe in the future, who knows, anything is possible. So there... Yeah. But would Sony and Microsoft even allow mods to a persistent online game? I know yes, there's obviously there, examples of yeah, there is games that do it. And Fallout, but but would Sony and Microsoft actually agree to that, regardless of BI's issues with trust or whatever, or alleged issues with trust? There are, there are, I, I it, it has to go it. through the yeah. Gravity Wolf just said it. As long as BI reviewed them first, so basically, um, I yeah, think it was is, I think it was called SnowRunner. Was someone showed yeah. me um, um, a game where the mods are basically 
screened by the owners of SnowRunner, and if they they meet the stringent uh, quality control, they are then approved and uploaded as stuff that you can purchase or download or whatever um, on yeah. console for the game. Um, but we, so, you know, we all sorry, we all know that BI have quite a, a the Daisy team's tiny. Would they really put resources into reviewing every single mod that was to be released, or would they have the the kind of the financial backing to do so from the yeah. people up in BI? Probably not. But obviously, in a way, they should do because Daisy would be great with mods available for console players. But they all, obviously, as Brim said too, there's no Steam Workshop, so BI would have to develop a front end for mods to be released because they wouldn't do it through the the Xbox Store or whatever. So that's a lot of no, money no. that I can't see him investing. No, I think if they were going to do, if it was to become a possibility, like like Mike just said, there is no Steam Workshop on on Xbox, so they would literally have to create something in Daisy itself, uh, mm. just as Fallout Four has. I don't know about Skyrim because I've never played it, but you know that's all done in game. So you would have to start up Daisy and click the mods tab and go through it that way. And that's a hell of a. I would imagine that would be quite an undertaking for. For, for a mod you know for for a dev team of any size to really actually properly implement that and i think you know without trying to be, you know without wanting to be the 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 kind of the naysayer and or whatever it, it would be one of those situations where i look back at the history of daisy and think considering the way it's 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 been handled over the years would i be confident that bohemia could even do that given the resources available well, Gravity Wolf, I've just asked him to join us, so he'd probably be the best um, uh, person in chat to be able to tell us what they would need to do. So, Gravity Wolf, I'll turn it over to you, mate. What would be involved in Bohemia being uh, able to do this for console? Like, I'm talking from the, the quality of the mods that are being uploaded through to how they could go about it. Well, <clears throat> how you doing, by the way, mate? I'm all right. Uh, just, you know, working every day. <laughs> So, to my understanding, the, the things that they would need to implement, yes, I definitely agree, they would need a, a front and back end system that was in the game that would be only available to console players, which, on the scripting side, they can already define things specifically for consoles and specifically for PC. So, having one in one place and just having PC rely on the launcher, that's possible. Um, they would need a whole department to review these, and that's the the hard thing is, is that's a lot of overhead that I don't, mm -hmm. I also, I don't feel like they want to spend, but numbers are growing. I, I'm having friends that I grew up with and have played like Counter-Strike with for years that are interested in DayZ. And I'm just like, it took you years to find out this is a decent game. I wish you were yeah. here in the, the beginning and just, you know, fought through the hardships and, and, put in your opinion when it was asked of the community. Um, it's it's a possibility, but the likelihood is probably, I'd say, anywhere from none to moderate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of open positions at Bohemia Interactive at the moment, not just in, in for Daisy, but for various other projects that, that obviously bo that Bohemia have. So... But like you say, I can't see them specifically, um, you know, specifically creating a team of people to oversee, you know, the idea of mods on console. I'm sure they've got a console team 
within their their you know their overall team but i can't that would like you said that would take a good half a dozen or more people i would mm. think just to do that alone you know you'd have to have a it'd be is mad like, say you had like a lot of a lot of subscribers like a minimum subscriber account because if someone's only got five thousand people that use it why should we put it on console yeah so also like, kind of sorry from a Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Man. Sorry. Also, from a legal point of view, I imagine that if Behemi were approving the mods, they would become legally responsible if, if a modder is used to hack the console. And I imagine that Bethesda have a lot more mm. money to defend potential lawsuits than, than BI do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because we don't seem to, at least to my knowledge anyway, I haven't seen any sort of real thing about that on pc i've i i can't think of a single time where i've ever heard that bohemia are in some sort of lawsuit because someone uploaded a dodgy mod to the workshop and and something negative came out of that so you know because, I, th I think that would be a big problem on on console in that in that situation and like you say you know they they're not going to have the funds available yeah. to to fight something like that and to really go the the distance with that if I could chime in real quick. And the one thing that I will state, though, is there, like, we, we talk about exploits. The only thing that really can be exploited is, I guess, other mods themselves. I've had people in the past uh, load my configuration files for the admin tools and execute stuff onto players because they didn't like them. Of course, that stuff's been removed since then. But if they were approved and they were already being uploaded to console, when an update is pushed... It's something that would have to go under review before it is updated Yeah, on the console side, which, once again, having a minimum subscriber account or something like that on PC first would allow them to eliminate a whole bunch of small, um, possibly problematic mods just breaking console. Now, as far as loading files, making files, executing stuff on console... Most of that stuff is locked down in the execu executable, and we can't touch it. Like for configuration files, if anyone's messed around with the server before, you'll see in your server profile, you'll you'll see your script logs and everything. Well, we can write to there. Yeah. We can't write anywhere else. So it's not like we're going to write a random file somewhere, and then, you know, they're going to turn around and go, well, you were, you were loading this file from this other place. They've locked us down on that. Yeah. It's not really likely to happen. It's only going to be beef between modders. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to throw the question out there as well for for the console people in the in the audience and in the chats here, if if mods were to become a thing for Daisy on console, what would you think would be the best ones and the worst ones to have, given how Daisy plays on console? Um, you know, what mods would you see interacting better with console in comparison to what maybe they do on PC? And what mods do you think really, even though they're on PC and they work brilliantly and, and they're fine, would not possibly work on, on the console version? Um, I just want to put helicopters. helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably break my console. <laughs> yeah, they damn near break my PC and I've, I've yeah, not got a cheap PC, I, so... One of those, I think weapons and things, you know, like small little in-game items that you can mod in. I think that would 
possibly work obviously you know it's just the big things like you know buses helicopters things like that as much as you'd love to see it i just don't think it would work yeah the cars barely work Mm. there's too many there's there's too many keys on a keyboard and a mouse like there's mice that have 30 some buttons but when it comes to a console you only have so many things you can do so things like admin tools there's no uh there's no text-based chat for console locked down to pc only so like there's a lot of things that we would eventually get blocked by the peripheral you're using yeah yeah i'm glad you brought that that idea of the text chat up gravity will because i actually want to throw it over to uh to mike and to to vodka cupcakes as well because from my like i say it's been a while since i've played daisy on console but from my knowledge Mm -hmm. there's still an issue where using things like a third-party software such as discord or something like that whilst also playing on or or sorry using like um like the xbox live parties and and playstation's version of it is is, am i right in saying there's still a bug where you cannot if if you're in an xbox live party for example your in-game voice chat in daisy doesn't work it doesn't know you've got a switch and sometimes you know you'll come across someone and you'll say oh i'll quickly switch to the game chat it you know i'm quick with my hands with it but it'll still take a couple of seconds within yeah. those seconds they could easily just shoot me and then that's it so yeah it's be, not like a quick switch yeah i could be wrong mm. and obviously shoot shoot me if this is not the case but i believe that I, i'm swear that daisy on the twitter replied to somebody when they asked about that and said they were asked to take that feature out i'm not sure what the reason was yeah. but yeah, it's not it's weird. not a bug or that they can't do it they were i believe i could be wrong but I'm 99% sure that they were asked to take that feature out of the, the console version. Oh. So they were, they were asked to take out the ability to use both the game chat and the party chat simultaneously, you mean? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they did. Um, See, I, I think they also answered that in, a, in one of the live streams they did with mm-hmm. the console updates. I swear that somebody raised that question and said the same thing, that they were yeah. asked to remove that. Again, I'm not sure why, but from what I know that they were asked to remove that. Obviously, someone can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that i couldn't I'm not... think what the reason would be for that though no. it just seems a bit unnecessary doesn't it but, it does know. i mean like and I, and I get what you mean as well talking about that idea mm. of having to you know press the button on your xbox to switch to something else and open things up to bring in something else and you know it allows you to then press the button to change over to in-game chat and it's it's there's a lot involved and and, and like gravity wolf rightly said you know because you are using a controller compared to mouse and keyboard you've got a, a massive a massive deficit in the amount of buttons you can press to do different things so it very immediately limited. puts you yeah you're very limited in that mm. sense it immediately puts you at a disadvantage having to press that button and it's essentially like having to tab out um on yeah. pc and hit yeah, mute and discord yeah. so that you can then go into the in-game and do it in, you know in that time that's going to take you multiple seconds and in that time, it's, it's it takes one second for someone to pull their gun up and stick a yeah. seven six two between your eyes. At that point, your game's over. You, you know you're that's, not kind, that's kind of the happy. same for PC though as well. Like it's a little bit quicker on PC. Obviously, you could type quicker and so on. Um, but yeah. even still, going to um, uh, direct chat um, with text, you basically you, know, you lose control of your character while that um, um, keyboard function is up um so yeah. it's 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 six of one half a dozen of the other but yeah yeah i mean well the thing is with 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 pc if you're let's say it's like now we're in discord i could set up discord to have a key bind 
where my key by but if i pressed caps lock it would mute me in in this conversation we're having but then if i'm playing daisy that opens my mic so it's still my i've got that spare finger to quickly tap caps lock or hold caps lock for example which will simultaneously mute my discord and open my mic in game but console don't have that so console kind of have no choice but to to tab into a different menu essentially and and almost come out of the game or bring a separate menu up over the top of the game to to you know to to basically do the same thing they've got far far more to do in order to for that to succeed how would it um, actually, sorry sorry it can ahead, actually Bill. be done like if you're streaming console DayZ and you're doing it through a capture card on your PC you can use in-game chat and um, party chat simultaneously if you connect to the party through your PC. But yeah. on the console itself, you can't actually do it. And before it was obviously double tap down, I think, on the Xbox to do it. Yeah. And there's no key band for that now, so it seems an intentional choice to remove it. And I'm sure yeah. it was. But I'm interesting I... to know what the reason, what the why they were asked to remove it. But yeah, it yeah. does seem it does seem like something that that. If if it was me, I would be like, well, why the fuck would I want to remove that from my game? Like that's a core, essentially a core feature that mm. people are going to want to use. Why would I get rid of of that? You know, specifically before getting rid of you know something a little less useful. Just a quick question before we move to Raikou's uh, comment, Gravity Wolf. How would some of the consoles handle some of the uh, mods? You know, like would the, could the deathmatch servers ever be? ported across or is that something that they just wouldn't be capable of handling um i think they could handle it to be honest with you i mean most of the like as far as like v plus deathmatch is concerned majority of the overhead is not so much what's going on but just the fact that you have a bunch of players in a very close vicinity so everyone knows that there's a player bubble Mm -hmm. and having so many people in a player bubble, all the information in that bubble is updating to everyone. So, it's it's a possibility, but there's oftentimes you run into people saying like, oh, there's low FPS. Why, why do I get low FPS when I'm playing Deathmatch? And it's, it's just the nature of the game. You've got to sync all that information across all the players in such tight range. Val or Vodka, what's it like when you have a large amount of players in one area on console? Oh, I don't know about you, Val, but mine was... Um, it was just recently. I haven't had this issue before. It was only recently. We were all um, sort of at a spawn town. It wasn't a community server. Everyone just sort of met in this one place. And I should have got the clip. It was a really weird experience. I haven't gone through it before. So I was seeing two people on my screen... But on my friend's screen, she saw that I was dead, but I was still walking around. So I could visibly walk and she was not seeing the person that I was seeing. We were in exactly the same place. And I think that was just due to the amount of people that were around that town and the lag that it caused. Because I haven't experienced anything like that anywhere else in the map. It sounds like when there's a hide. issues. Yeah. Yeah, it's that server side, I would think. I think there was Everything an issue... Was- Server was high top too. Pretty much everything is server dictative. So yeah, if you've ever played Tarkov before, a lot of things in Tarkov are client dictative, which can cause problems for other clients. Mm -hmm. You're sending information to other people, but deathmatch. A lot of the mods you send a request over, the server does it and then sends stuff back. 
So everything is on the server. And that's why you see issues with the AI is because there's such a load on the server. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you add expansion, trader, VPP, whatever mod cocktail you want. And now you have even more information that you're syncing across all the players and yeah. people are requesting. And yeah, it, it tends to be how much can we do before it chugs behind? Yeah, I could be wrong, yeah. but there must be some elements that are CPU and storage bound because I know for me going from a One X to a Series X, the performance in big cities, for example, is you know markedly different. It's it's huge. Hard drive so versus expect... SSD. Pardon? Was it hard drive versus SSD? Like, did you? Yeah, the Series X has an incredibly fast SSD compared to the seven-year-old, eight-year-old hard drive in the the One. Yeah, I definitely would say that as far as storage is concerned, having an SSD is key and easy i mean as well as any game i was testing mods with uh the guy who makes the airdrop upgrade and i was watching him load up his test environment and it would take 10 15 minutes and i'm like what do you have this on oh i have it on a brand new hard drive doesn't matter if it's new or old it's just a slow piece of equipment yeah i mean daisy's the literally the only game that i have on my ssd and that's mostly because it's the only one that will fit on there because all the other games, I don't have no space no more. I need a better one. But yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine trying to play DayZ on a, on a hard drive, let alone, like Mike said, like an eight-year-old one in an Xbox. Like that would be, the idea of that, you know, would, would, is just too much to think of in the first place, let alone actually doing it. I, I, we take we kind of take the piss out of console players a bit, you know, on, on and call you console plebs yep. and stuff, uh, <laughs> you know, on the podcast. But we do meant, that with love. with love. Yes, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's meant with love. It's meant with love and uh, as, as banter rather than bullying, um, you know. But but I do I do have to give props to to you guys on console. Because Fuck yeah! Like like I said earlier, we, we, you know, vodka cupcakes has grown, you know, grown her community from nothing to what she has now on console daisy not on pc daisy so you know she's you've essentially taken a turd and Mm. polished it rolled it in glitter and made it look good and made people want to buy it you know for all (laughs) intents but in in a weird way you know yeah yeah i couldn't imagine trying to do that with you know with the state that daisy's in on console now i could never imagine that you've got to make it your own haven't you you know i've tried multiple things i started off doing base building base raiding people liked that they got bored of it and then that's when i tried the role play servers i think they were quite a big hit because you can sort of just make your own story and it's always something new it's not just a case of oh we're getting into pvp i'm gonna get shot they're gonna get shot kind of thing it's just gotta make it your own with console and just with what you've got yeah i think that's what i was sorry i keep putting in with people today um i think that's similar to what i was going to say like Mm. this may be a controversial point but I think we fetishize over hardware a bit too much sometimes. I think, like I say, I, I play on both PC and console. And for me, if you find a good community, that kind of overrides whether yeah. you play on an Xbox or a Xbox One yeah. X or a top of the range PC or a PS4. If you find a good community, that's much more important to me than the system that I'm playing on because it's there's ease about experiences and the people that you meet. And that's the same whether you're playing on PC or console. So. For me, the, the hardware sometimes can be irrelevant for me personally. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring up one of the points that uh, that Raiku has put again, one of my uh, one of my homies from my stream that's put on 
as a, as part of a question he's mentioned it in in his uh, in his longer message here that about people using mouse and keyboard to get that daisy feel on on console have, have any of you had any any sort of experience doing that yourselves or know anyone that you know have any sort of experience of people telling you they use mouse and keyboard mm. and their sort of reasons why or um i've never tried it personally until recently because i haven't had a mouse and keyboard of course it's my first time buying a pc so of course when i got them delivered i thought oh i'll try a mouse and keyboard server um i went in the keyboard was working but the mouse wasn't and i googled it and it's something to do with I can't remember the top of my head what it was, but for some reason it just wouldn't work. I don't know whether it was something I was doing wrong or whether it just wasn't able to recognize the mouse. It was lit up, it was working. It just wouldn't move anything. So obviously I didn't get to try that out myself, but I have seen a few people with mouse and keyboard on it. I mean, it's going to be completely different to PC, isn't it? Val, I'm certain you would have tried it. Mm, What's it like? I think he has, yeah. No, I haven't tried it. Really? (laughs) No, No, never. Never. I didn't see the point. Um, I think the, the the console inventory is a pain in the ass, but there is some yeah. degree of muscle memory there, so it's not as unintuitive as people may think when you get used to it. So I, I watched I watch some of the people um, playing it on console, and they literally are just click, 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 going through it, and I, it boggles my mind. I look at it and I go, God, that looks fucking so cumbersome, but they're just, like you said, they're just smashing through it, mate. I, I'm the same. I see that like as someone who's played on console. I mean, it wasn't until two years ago that I got my first game in PC. I'm I'm 29 now, so I spent that entire first 25 plus years of my life, um, you know, using consoles. So for me, like you're trying to play on, you know, playing using a controller for games. There were games where I was like that. I would just blitz through. But I, for some reason, and it's, I think it's my problem more than it is uh, Bohemia and Daisy's, but trying to play Daisy on a, on a controller at first was absolutely horrendous. And I, I don't think I would wish that on my worst enemy. I, I would buy my worst enemy a PC before handing them a controller. But Riker raises some other good points in this uh, thing. I'll read his whole comment. So I played DayZ on console, and there's a lot about the game on console that I feel some people don't get. I hear a lot how console is for babies and PC is for the grown-ups, lol. Well, seeing how it is not easy to figure out what you need for a PC to play DayZ console is what we... Sorry, DayZ. Console is what we have. But there are people that play on console but use mouse and keyboard to give... Uh, to play giving them a more daisy feel and with this being said the biggest difference I see is maps and mods otherwise the game is the same for both of us as we are on console would love to play on the different maps and use the different games there is a rich community of players that have good mods for their servers and gameplay for their players I have found a lot of people now using their mic more instead of going to party chat which is what we talked about before uh, which is our way of being on a Discord Discord call like the big guys. We are not babies. We just play with what we have. And even though we can't play on certain maps or with certain guns, doesn't mean we don't matter. It's still our game too. We're just late to the party. I've seen a few people come a long way with this game, making content for YouTube and streaming on Twitch, me as well. But it's just not easy getting noticed. One, because people can see that we are on console. And two, PC is king. So we have to work harder and play a way that makes us get noticed. But it's still at AZ. And I feel like people don't give us a chance because we play on console and i don't like that we all love the game we should all push for it to be better and i couldn't agree more and that's why i've been watching um people play on console um and uh, i know one of the things that it always frustrates me when i hear it gravity but people keep on saying that um oh yeah you should you know just buy a fucking pc well how much is a ps5 or an xbox series they're they're under a thousand bucks 
how much is a gaming PC? Yeah, and I'm talking Aussie dollars here. Um, a gaming PC, a good, decent gaming PC, you're looking at minimum a couple of thousand to three thousand Aussie dollars, which is probably what two to two yeah. and a half thousand um, uh, US dollar dues. So you you can say that, but you know, I don't. I've never liked that argument. If you've got the money, yes, buy a fucking gaming PC. You won't regret it. But so many people. You know, married guys, families, you know, even just people who might not have a fucking yeah. job right now. We're in a goddamn pandemic, fucking for Christ's sakes. Mm. Um, they, they're playing with what they've got. So, yes, have a joke, have a laugh about it. But, yeah, as Zombie Lee said, us PC peeps can be a bit elitist in fairness. It's all well and good to have a joke, have a meme and all the rest of it. But pull your fucking head in and just let these people enjoy the fucking game. Um, yeah. That said... Stop fucking whining about not having mods. You, you've, <laughs> you've got what you've got and just fucking deal with it. If we can get just mods and it was an easy thing to do, I am certain the dev team would do it. But the reality is it's not as easy as just, okay, we're going to give you mods now. There's a yeah. lot that has to go into it. So, yeah, it's it's a bit well, it's a yeah. bit of give and take on this matter. That said, I do think more people need to watch some of the console crowd because there is some really amazing content creators there. Um, it's just that Daisy is such an established PC game that a lot of people, when they click on, they go, oh, console, not interested in that. I want to watch PC. So, yeah, people will watch what they want to watch. Yeah, I mean, just quickly going back to what you were saying there about the cost as well. My, to be somewhat transparent, because I can't remember the exact figure off the top of my head, but my setup that I've got, I've got a single PC setup, and all in all, when you include peripherals, webcam, ring light, monitors, everything, you're talking over £2,000, £2,000 British pounds. So I've just done a quick Google check for the uh, currency, and that's around about 3500 Australian dollars. Mm, so you know that, that that's a hell of a you know that is a hell of a lot to, yeah, to pay for something yeah my pc cost uh 4k and i still don't have lights and microphone or anything like that so yeah pc is pretty yeah. expensive sorry i'm just laughing uh the vaping lizard um uh, asked me how um i do the scare alerts and i said to send me a message he's got fucking um i'll, I'll, I'll just show it that's he. That's who he's got as his um, avatar. Big Chad. Oh my god! You're gonna have an avatar. There was uh, a different. Oh, uh, Chad! Everyone loves a Chad. I'm glad. <laughs> so what I to was thinking of. Yeah, go for it, mate. Before, before we go too far, um, so the one thing that I I kind of want mods on console, but I kind of don't, and the reason why I don't is because. Once you start putting mods on console, then there's this... Daisy is not Daisy at that point. It is a totally different game. It's a half-cross between Daisy and whatever the creators of that community made it. So if they wanted to add something more RP-oriented or anything like that... And I feel like the only way that I can find myself playing Daisy is hopping on an official server and playing Daisy. Mm-hmm. Mods just after spending two and a half years writing mods, uh, being with the community, listening to their issues with either my content or their idea that they simply can't execute. Um, I just I don't want that, even how small or large it may be, I just don't want them to 
I don't know. Lose track of what Daisy is. Yeah, um, I get, I get what you're saying. I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, but the same, I think the same can, in theory, be said for PC as well, though, can't it? In that, you know, you've got all these, uh, all these mods on on PC, and it's, it. I think it kind of goes back to to that idea of each to their own. You know, if you don't want to play a modded version of of Daisy, then then don't. You know, I think I think it's, I think it's a good idea to have the have the option out there. For those who do, give people the the ability and the option, um, and then at the end of the day, it's up to the individual then to to decide on how they want to go about it from there. Yeah, the the uh, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One of my mm. favorite phrases. Now we talked um, about Val's uh, topic that. Um, uh, players on new gen consoles do seem to have an advantage, and we've talked about the desync now. So we've got Luke sharing. Yeah, so that one will be regarding SnowRunner, like you said. Yes. Um, okay, we, we so, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So SnowRunner put out uh, put out a tweet themselves. By the looks of things, says when our team adds PC mods to consoles, the mods have to mean certain meet certain requirements. Learn all about them in today's <laughs> guide, and then pops up a little uh, a little list there so it, so like you say it's showing that that some games obviously have them but there's a much more you know they have to go through that that vetting process first you know they're not just uploaded and away you go you know you've got a lot of work that needs to go into it to you know behind the scenes to to get a mod on but it, can, it just shows it can be done it can be done yeah. Um, and screen boy be on uh, on the ah, yes, live yes, yes. because it's currently showing just the weekly show agenda stuff. But yeah, it, like you, like Boydie says, it shows it can be done. There are many games. Oh, I say many. There are games out there, you know, such as we can now see Snowrunner, which I didn't realize had mods. But now, you know, you've got Fallout Four and and Skyrim, as we mentioned earlier. Those have got them. It's just obviously trying to, to to fathom it and get it going i can't imagine how much of a of a uh, i keep saying ball ache and people wonder what the hell i'm on about headache if you will that uh you know <laughs> to go through that process of uh you know as a modder i can imagine trying to go through that process and get your mod verified as as one that can be used is probably a, a quite a nightmare and being that, that that team of people behind the scenes that have to look through all those mods it's probably a nightmare as well long-winded process isn't it? Yeah. And it it could help us in the end because sometimes our issues that we create in our mods are something that the tools and utilities that we have for bohemia just simply don't help us debug sometimes oh you get a crash status access violation yeah what is the, how do i figure where that's at now you can you know logically go back and figure out what you did and try something different but that process could be one in a million. Yeah. Just uh, uh, Gravity Wolf had sent me a uh, a DM. Nice little uh, meme he made. Daisy Debs. I think I forgot something. If you forgot that it wasn't important, yeah, you're right. Kid left um, from two and a half men um, at the soccer field in the rain. Night vision fix. <laughs> I made... I I heard the console, like the whole console community, so upset with the night vision bug, and I was just like, "I'm surprised it's not fixed yet." But 
after getting in the industry, I understand why it's not fixed yet. We, we just talked about vetting. The whole industry works off of vetting. You look at the bottom tier, the support guy, when you say, hey, this is an issue, he needs to find that issue. Oh, it's an issue. He now needs to convince his higher ups that it's an issue. Then they'll push it to the product team. Yeah. So it's, it's something that originally it would piss me off, but now that I'm in the industry itself and no longer a butcher, that I, I, I understand why it's done that way. Because they could be spending months, if not years, refactoring something that truthfully was said to be an issue, but wasn't really an issue. Zombie Lee's got a good point there. How would modders go about doing regular updates to mods and bug fixes too? Surely it's far more red tape than that of PC in the Steam Workshop. So that's that's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah, like you say, it's, have it, they'd have to go through it, wouldn't they? Well, they would have to go Steam, and then Bohemia would get a notification, and then be like, okay, let's go look at this. Okay, that's approved <clears> here. It's, it's up there now. But what would it be yeah. like for console, though? That's how it would have to be. It would be oh. like... We would have to find a way that we could put it up if they made another, like, a part of a website where we had to upload for them to review it. Um, and would it add um, obligations on, you know, like in the case of SnowRunner, um, that then when they do an update to their game, they've got to bear in mind requirements of any mods that they've approved? Would that be a fuck around as well for them, Gravity Wolf? Say, say that one more time. So they're obviously approving mods that uh, can be used for their game on console. Then when they go to do an update, do they then have to work around those mods or do they just do their update regardless and tell the modders you've got until X date to... Oh, I don't know. I don't know whether you know either, but it just seems like it would be an absolute nightmare for them. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at... I'd say majority of the front page mods on the Steam Workshop for DayZ, majority of all of us develop on experimental anyway. So we know, like, if there's there's a function changed or or our function was removed, we know about it way before the patch. But some mm. people don't develop on that; they develop on stable. So then the patch comes out, and they're they're sitting there like, "Well, I now got to fix this." Everyone's yelling at me. You could have set yourself up for success. This stuff was out a week at minimum, two weeks at most before they even put it into the stable. So, if I, I if I ever get contractual um, agreement that you would have to, you know, develop on the latest experimental build, and maybe yeah, if I if I ever get partnered, I'm going to get a uh, fix your mod uh, emote. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me put fix your fucking mod as um um an emote, but yeah, fix your mod because I think how many oh. I think it's a weekly thing we uh, say, is it a brim? Fix your fucking mod. Yeah, fix it. It's fucking broken. <laughs> like, we always we always go back, don't we? Talking about the trader mod with Doctor Jones yes. going on holiday, and like, like that bugger. was entirely unavoidable. You know, he had no idea that, that Bohemia were going to update the game. You know, at that specific time when he was uh, when he was nowhere near his. Like I say, I think he was in a different country on vacation. So mm. I think we haven't. I think that's the only example I can think of that I've ever seen of of, of something like that happening. But. Yeah, it's like we mentioned earlier, it's good to see that that they actually posted something giving a, a, a basic time frame. In fact, they even named a date, didn't they, saying that, you know, 111 is going to come to stable around February 16th, I think it was. So they gave, they gave, granted, they gave a vague one and said, you know, around so they could like, give themselves a bit of wiggle room. But 
you know, having that having that little bit of update, that little bit of communication really goes a long way. Now, sorry, I just was checking something else. What have we got? Um, oh God, this one, this was this was a tragic tweet. I, I ummed and art about showing it, but I just I just had to shout out the stupidity. Um, Daily Daisy Daily Press. Look at what this wombat <laughs> says. First rule of Daisy: Don't get attached to your gear. Or this adult is chucking a tantrum over a game. So Daisy are doing an update. And for the first time in years, is it two years or something? They're wiping stable servers. Some Goodbye, that, Daisy, yeah, and fuck you, Bohemia. Good, as I say, it's been a good while since <laughs> I last saw a, a, a stable wipe. So yeah, it's been a. It's it, it's one of those where where like I immediately assume that that person that said that Goodbye, Daisy, and fuck you, Bohemia is clearly must be like a new player. Like because like you, you should you know uh, either that or they don't play on PC and they don't deal with mods. Like they must be the console or 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 PC and only playing the the standard servers that that Bohemia provide. Because we all know for years, whenever a new update, especially on modded and community servers, whenever a new update comes out, nine times out of ten, unless it can be avoided, um, you know, a, a modded server will wipe. Like yeah. I, I, I've only ever been, I think, on one server in my entire time in DayZ, that where where I've had a server not wipe for a, for for an update, and that but, was just because it wasn't necessary. That the server owner was smart enough to know how to circumvent that, and and it didn't, you know, there was no issues with it, you know. And then then, then they wiped the next update, so we kind of skipped a wipe, if you will, but still got the update. But like, like we all know that's a thing. Like we've all gone through that, and we all accept that that is part of playing Daisy. Yeah. So like, this guy's not only is he a fucking idiot and good riddance to him, but he's clearly a you know not someone who knows much about Daisy in the first. Not very place. educated on it, no. No. But the, probably the, has the, like seventy-five duped AKs in his own. But honest to God, whenever a server, whether it be a private server wiping because they just want to reset the economy or because it was a forced one, when you knew an update was coming, even back in the old days, even back in the old days before community servers, when we knew a new patch was coming soon, some of my best moments of DayZ are in the lead up where. Zero fucks are given, and it's just yeah. you know I, we used to throw open the doors to a base and say just come in, take whatever you fucking want. You know now yeah. now we've got a specific date, and we're jumping ahead now. Um, to that's an actual tweet from the Daisy Twitter team, which round of fucking applause for them for doing that because I've had feedback from modders and Gravity Wolf. I'm certain you're happy they've given you a date um, to help you with your mods and that, but. Some of the best moments occurred in the madness of everyone just going, I got nothing to fucking lose, and it's just absolute yeah. chaos and insanity. And you know, usually most servers would say, Everyone jump on Saturday night, we're just gonna go fucking ballistic. And some of my best memories are from those pre wipe moments. Yeah. Yeah. I some agree of, with some that, of the best yeah. clips I've ever seen are from like the Blue Waffle Attack Force servers that We Devil runs. You know, he's multiple times when there's been an update and he knows he's got to wipe the server. Yep. He's literally like, he puts on events specifically for that and says, right, mm -hmm. let's fucking PvP until our heart's content. Get, you know, you've got fucking 20 guns stored in a, <clears throat> in a fucking gun rack or a safe 
behind 85 walls in your base. Fucking whip a couple of them out, go and have a bit of a PvP, let's have a good time of it. You know, and, and quite you'll find quite a lot of modded community servers will do that as well. You know, they won't they'll they won't say you have to if you don't want to, you know, but 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 they'll often put on events around it and say, you know, bring your own gun and do like a show and tell or just do something daft just to, to kind of celebrate if you like. I don't know if you can celebrate your entire base being wiped yep. by the developers, but you know, it is that thing where, you know, you it's gonna happen. Shit happens, get over it make you know life's giving you lemons make the lemonade and make something out of it don't be a whiny bitch about it yeah Yeah, i think it's more exciting for everyone isn't it because you sort of you have these rules in community servers well most of them that i've been in anyway on console you know you can't raid bases unless it's a weekend you can't do this you can't do that so it's kind of nice for everyone to just be able to do what they want for a couple of days we usually do it a couple days before and call it a purge and just say do whatever you want no rules nothing so, yeah, it's nice. I like that. When, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Just fucking roll with it, mate. Come on. Mm. Yeah. As, as, um, as Dazzy Boy said, it's just pixels. Yeah, and at the same time, if you're a server owner, whether, regardless of what platform you're on, whether you're console or PC, you want you, you always sit there and you try and come up with ideas of, right, I want to throw an event for, for, the, for our player base. You know, we've got 20-odd people on regularly. They always play. They, maybe a few of them donate. What can we do? We want to put on a, some sort of event to, you know, to make it fun and to say thank you for, your, for playing. You know, and something like that, that's, that's falling into your lap. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. literally that. It's like we've got to wipe the server. Purge. It's it's so yeah. simple and so easy. It takes nothing to put that event on, but the the risk versus reward is so awesome. You know, you you, you have so much fun. You get so much benefit from it for something that took next to no time to plan for something that was essentially out of your control in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, now the next one, um, a bit off of Daisy, um, but still in that same ilk of games. A, uh, I saw a trailer. Um, Big Fry did a uh, talk on it, and I even saw Baby Nays posted about it as well for a game called The Day Before. Did anyone get a chance to watch the trailer? I did. Yep. I, in fact, I even was a good boy, and I sat and watched the whole thing from start to finish, which Me I rarely too. do. <laughs> I usually I watch five minutes and go, ah, fuck it. That'll be enough for the conversation for later. But this one, I actually watched the whole lot and I think I'll save me money if I'm honest. It looks cool. It does. But I already own both the division games. So I'll that's the thing I saw the, in the comments. Like, um, I'll put a link to the video if people would like to watch it. Uh, but um, the comments, um, the Division 1 vibes, from people um yeah. anarchy this looks too good to be true i look forward to more gameplay uh deadly slob always interested in new contenders for the genre more third person peak of pvp in a survival game is not really my style but maybe someone will pull it off this time it's there that this is the sort of comments that <laughs> i want to highlight for people remember boys no pre-order <laughs> I've been, I have been burnt so many fucking times, survived the nights, dead matter. Um, I didn't get on the dead side bandwagon, um, but I had that one gifted to me. But I'm just going to wait and see how it goes. It looks yeah. amazing, um, but at the same time, I still think Daisy um, trumps it in certain animations. 
Um, but yeah. the thing that excites me is that it's set in a big city. And you guys have heard me say time and time again how much I crave a big map um, that's set in a um, urban, you know, city-style environment. Um, I will watch this one very closely because it does look quite yeah. beautiful. And it does have that division, even though I never played Division, but I watched enough footage of Division. You know, Wobo was doing videos onto the Division as well. Um, it's a graphically quite beautiful game, but... Oh, yeah. It's, it's a stunning-looking mm. game, but... It's a very rehearsed things. scene as well. Very rehearsed. Yeah. I think and my worry with it would be that it looks too good. Like, it's an incredibly small studio that's been published by a mobile game developer. Well, not a developer, a publisher, sorry. Yes. And this game looks like top of the range. It looks like it has some, ele- some, some element of ray tracing, so it's incredibly... I could be wrong. It could be like the Hitman 3 reflections, but either way. Um, it's incredibly top of the line, and that makes yeah. me wonder that this is probably too good to be true. And I know some people are already saying it's a possible scam, which I don't agree with, but it appears to be way too good to be true. So I think until either people get to play it or there's genuine gameplay footage released on a decent platform, then we're not going to know, are we? It's Again, yeah. I, I wouldn't pre-order it. It's, it's, it seems too good to be true for me, and it, things usually are. So, Yeah, and I mean, looking at the at what we're seeing from the, the video itself now is that one of the comments uh, in the comments section brought it up, uh, and it was that it's, it's very bullet spongy. Like, yeah. Like the character that that is clearly being played in that was was just tanked. Like there was like two or three bad guys he was against there, and all he had was a pistol and like one grenade, and he fucking tanked in in close quarters like that. He absolutely should have died miserably. Obviously, he wasn't going to because they're not going to show that in the fucking reveal trailer or announce trailer, are they? That would be bad business. But even looking at like it's so division, it's it's almost like it's it's division. I've seen someone say it was division crossed with the last of us. Yeah. Um, but part of it that showing the way those zombies run, I like that you can craft bandages and stuff, which I think you know, that's pretty cool. But it looks so like a like a bastardized version of like three different games. If you throw in like um uh what's it called? World War Z which is obviously the the video game from the film with all the with the zombies just you know massive amounts of them hordes of them absolutely pelting it full speed towards you like it's it looks i i i watched this and now watching it back here live now i who was the first person that mentioned daisy alongside this game because to me that person lays let please lay off the bottle because there's nothing daisy about this to me like the looting system, like the way the inventory lo- inventory looks, does kind of look like old Daisy mod to mm. a degree. But everything else, there's nothing else really Daisy related in this, you know, in this whole thing. And that crafting screen is taken straight from The Last of Us. It's almost uncanny. It, look, it looks really good, and and like with every th- every other game that we we talk about, you know, we hope and wish it the best, and hope that it succeeds, and everyone involved makes a shit ton of money, and everyone's happy because that's you know that's a win win everywhere. But it's it just like you say, it looks like they've literally just bastardized like three or four different games and gone fuck it, that'll do. It mm. doesn't look like it's actually going to really be like I say, they've basically just done what what multiple people have already done 
I'll keep an eye on it. I'll watch it. Um, I won't get my hopes up. Um, you know, and AWOL mentioned Fallout 76. Yeah, I fell for that sucker as well. Um, I've, even got, I've got the I've got the power. We've got two fucking power armor helmets sitting in our cupboard. The young fellow and I both bought the um, elite version, um, and we just don't even bring them out of the cupboard in um, out of the shame of having fallen for that one hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that, that you never know; they might be worth a couple of bob. You know, I, I think they've been dead for a hundred years. I, th- I think they I think they're worth a bit now, but it's just yeah, um, they're never going to be worth anything. Come on. <laughs> Everything's got a price eventually. Hey, I, I didn't fall for the uh, bottle of uh, scotch that they released. That one was fucking tragic. There's a really good video. Um, if anyone wants it, I'll try and find it and link you to it about how tragic um, um, the release of Fallout 76 was. And it's on so many different levels. But yeah, I digress. Um, Wobo, the fucking legend, man. I didn't even know about Again. this bug. Your Magnum has this damage bug, 40% less damage. Um, I'll, co- I'll copy and paste the link into chat, but go to his channel, I, watch I this no video. Basically, five bullets out of six are not doing full damage. Um, <clears throat> I don't even... It was. It blew me away. Look at this. The Deagle drops all of these one shot every single time, and then the revolver... <clears throat> What I loved about his video was he actually, as he does with every, you know, all of his videos, he actually went into the science of it as well. Yep. And like I said, like that, it's one specific chamber that will be bugged. So that chamber, you know, if you if you play with the gun correctly, no, no, no there's one specific chamber right. that isn't bugged. The rest of them are Sorry, all bugged. Yeah. The rest are all bugged. Uh, but he, he explains in the video how to how to locate the chamber that isn't bugged that will do 100% damage. Mate, I can't remember uh, what I had um, for breakfast yesterday. How the fuck am I going to remember which chamber it is? <laughs> yeah, not a fucking chance. As soon as I watched that, I was like, Wobo, another great video. But also, I'm never remembering anything you've just told me apart from the gun's bugged. I won't pick it up anymore. That's it. <laughs> now, I am going to do this um, live on um, stream. If you are uh, a um, accept login, docs in my email. Oh, for fuck's oh. sakes. I don't have my phone on me. Um, please go to um, Wobo's Patreon and support him. Um, he's good. Oh, hang about. Fix your broken game. <laughs> See, now I've gone and done the boomer thing and I've lost all my uh, links again. Let me go back to that video. Um, there should be a link to his Patreon if I can get that up um, in his video. No, he doesn't. God damn yeah, you, you Wobo. Sh- I don't know. Hit, hit show more underneath. Show more. There, there we go. go. Please go in and support it. this guy. Um, he's only got um, um, 10 levels. Oh, sorry, three levels. Uh, Wobo Superstar, Wobo Enthusiast, and Wobo Supporter. Um, and it is so worth it. Oh, there's also... Um, I'd say he's got one more, isn't he? It one more, like yeah. Wobo, Wobo Legend. Legend. And they're, but they're all sold out. Um, the podcast is one of those. I made sure, you know, I'm just a huge fan. But please go and support <laughs> this guy. The, the stuff he does is absolutely fucking next level um, plus, it gives you uh, extra access to the Wobo Tools website um, features, uh, which if you're a true enthusiast of DayZ, you want to be on this website. 
Uh, it just is, there's so much information um, that he's put there. Some people might say he's put it behind a paywall. I say, fuck it, for what this guy does, he deserves to be making a few fucking quid. Um, exclusive, fucking t- exclusive tips and just... Please go and do it. Please go and do it. Jump in at the superstar level. Let's max all of those out just from watching this. Um, you you will not regret the investment if you loved playing Daisy. Um, I cannot rate this guy enough. Um, he is. Uh, thank you for sharing. Oh, God, I'm such a loser, aren't I? I didn't even share the link um, in my Discord. But please go and support this guy. Game. So yeah, um, absolutely amazing stuff um, that he does for the community. I the only thing the that I was, I wouldn't even say, dis, I was a little bit disappointed with in his video is there was a there was a distinct lack of sexual innuendo that was uh, <laughs> so prevalent in his other videos. <laughs> At no point, oh, I think the only word that he used that you could have, you know, made a vague judgment on would be, uh, would I think, pretty sure he used the word penetrate a couple of times, but it wasn't quite to the standard. So don't fucking. Don't be, don't be commenting and, and sailing me down the fucking river here, boy. Do you remember you've still got your screen up? I can see what you're doing. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> you, bastard. you utter, utter bastard. Okay, well, I'm disappointed then. There's, there's nothing there for me. No, it's, the thing is, it's, you can't help but, but absolutely love Wobo. Who doesn't love a good sausage? I mean, come on. It's, I mean, it'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? <laughs> he's he's had some fucking he's had some fantastic ones though, hasn't he? In some of his other videos, he's had some absolutely phenomenal innuendos that are there's do you know what? There's been ones that I've missed and I've watched a video like a year later and picked up on it. Like is he I swear he actually hides innuendo in his videos sometimes. So oh, yeah. I just need to go back and watch it again and maybe uh, maybe there's more there than I've already uh, realized. But no, he's absolutely amazing, and the stuff he does, please go and support him, uh, whether it be joining his um, YouTube channel or uh, preferably it's well worth the money to go and support him on Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Wobo. He's creating tips, guides, tools, and a community, and some of the best sexual innuendo jokes you'll ever get in the video. <laughs> and tier two being five dollars a month if i'm not mistaken is the about the same well it's the same price as a twitch sub if i'm not mistaken um, cheaper and I, I don't i don't oh yeah, i don't know what it is on uh on youtube when you join rather than just do the free subscribe that we can all do but i think it's about the same so you know it's to put it into perspective you know it's not like you're you're shelling out your you know your, your entire inheritance for your kids you know you're whacking out the the cost of a sub that you would use on on you know maybe on his Twitch channel anyway. So, God, just imagine if he had it set as like um because you can set it as a monthly uh thing or per video. Um, imagine if he yeah. set it per sexual innuendo. I'd go fucking broke. <laughs> yeah, we'd we'd all we'd all be living in fucking yeah, well, cardboard I'm boxes. Half broke anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've still got half to go then. Uh, a good mate of mine, um, Booney, shared um, a video that um, I want to actually play the audio for um, that brought back is – not sure if anyone wanted to see this channel update video that I never released. He had a issue with it. got claimed on co- – oh, why did it get claimed on copyright? Maybe it's got music in it that I can't play. Uh, yeah, I would say I did watch part of the video and it does play music. I don't know whether it's copyright free music or not, so I would advise muting it. Yeah. Um, and just concentrating on what you can see. If you skip like a minute ahead, it gets into the 
into the real meat and potatoes of it. But like the part that gets it for me is like you mentioned, I think you put it, didn't you, Boydie, in the um in the Discord mention about it. Um, you know, with the axe uh melee. Like, yes. The weird thing, and I'm I'm gonna be the the fucking the asshole on the podcast this week because I feel like it. I don't see any difference. I really see very little difference in the way his character swings the axe in this video compared to how it gets swung now. The difference I see is that now it takes a half a second, maybe a second longer for the animation to go from start to complete. But if you watch the actual physical animation, like how the character moves their body when he swings that axe, it looks damn near identical to what we've got now. So it's like it's almost like we haven't actually come that far. Like, look at that! It's literally the ex- like that that diagonal down and across the body is exactly what we use now. It it but, just takes a little bit longer to do that heavy hit now when you when you obviously hold shift. Now there is music, so yeah, I can't play it. It was that distinctive thunk sound and just the clunkiness yeah. of the melee. It, it, it is different. You know, when I put it in the Discord and people were commenting about it, it was amazing, though, what got me with the amount of people who said they missed it as well. As buggy yeah. and broken as it was, because <clears throat> it's different now, but, oh, my fucking God, it was just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Just watching it and... It's that nostalgia, isn't it? It's like we all have fond memories of what once was. Yeah. Rose-coloured glasses or rose-tinted glasses. Yeah, we've all got that that one moment or that one thing we saw of Daisy that got us hooked to it in the first place. And then, as we all know, once it's got its hooks in, that's it. You're fucking, you're caught for life. But like I say, it's just, I'm not seeing, with the exception of graphical differences, I'm not seeing a huge amount of difference in the, like the way he's using that axe to what we've got now. And, you know, perhaps that's a good thing because it means they haven't tried to overextend. They've, you know, they had a, something that, that worked you know, and, and still does, still does the job you want it. But the speed he's swinging that is a lot quicker than we've got now. That's the only real difference I'm seeing mm. in regards to that, which mm. which concerns me because this video is from 28th of November, 2015. Yeah. We're now at the end of January of 2021. We've come all this way and all the only change to the axe melee that we've seen is that it takes longer to swing the fucking thing. Like, <laughs> that, 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 that in its own right doesn't fill me full of fucking confidence as much as i love daisy and i love the devs i know they watch the podcast i love you guys but like, i just love how he still manages to loot in the middle of a melee fight oh yeah that is man after my own heart <laughs> <laughs> that is daisy to a t i still do that now i'll be yeah. in the middle of a shootout and go ah oh, that 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 shed there's probably got something i need so i'll go and loot that that oh, i'm a sucker for the sheds thing. yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i don't I don't need any burlap sacks, but you know, there's probably one in here. I'm getting shot at. I might as well grab a burlap. I, I might, I might make a ghillie later. I, I can't remember the last time I made a fucking ghillie suit. For, do you know what? I know when I, I do know for a fact, not to the day, but I know it was last time I was on console. I remember but, doing it on console. But just look at how buggy this is. They're just both around each other, swinging at the fucking air, and there was a certain beauty to the old melee system. But again, I'm. To, to be the dickhead in the group for the day, I don't see a huge amount of difference in the melee fight here, what we're seeing from 2015, to what I see on a regular basis now. Like, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before, the melee in this game is such a bag of shit at times. 
And like, I think part of it's the zombies as well. I don't get into many melee fights with other people, but when it comes to zombies, the amount of times I will swing a, a, an axe or whatever else at a zombie and it just doesn't register the hit, you know, it's, we still haven't come that far from what we're seeing here. Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have had, um, you wouldn't have melee last anywhere near as long as it uh, did in this. Yeah. You would have dropped after three or four hits. I think oh, they probably yeah, got yeah. Mm. 100% agree with you there like now you can twat me in the head with an axe once and there's a chance I'm going down like a sack of spuds I agree with Dazzy's swinging for hours but I agree with Dazzy's comment in my chat I still don't get why you have to step forward with every hit you make yeah that's probably one of my biggest bugs Yes. I saw that he got 8 frames then when he was swinging the axe at one point yeah (laughs) Yeah. down from like 50 so um, yeah yeah, I'll get a good solid 60 plus FPS every time I swing an axe now. So I, I, I will give them a lot of credit for that. They, you know, they, they've definitely polished the game a lot since then. It's come a long way with it, you know, but like I said, I'm not seeing a, like I said, I'm not seeing it with the exception of that, a huge amount of difference other than the obvious graphical stuff in, in the way the character moves and everything. It's just, it almost, like I say, it almost seems like it hasn't they haven't done a huge amount i know they have i know for a fact they've made a shit ton of changes but it still looks very familiar to what i'm used to now which which is you know concerns me to a degree um i like what um dazzy said um about the and end up uh, end up with an infected inside you kind of sucks that still bugs the crap out of me why why does that happen gravity wool say that again the, the 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 ending up with the infected inside you when you're trying to melee them, like you clip through each other's bodies. Oh, it's so annoying. Uh, it would have to be synchronization issues. Mm. Because I mean, uh, I'll throw it to you this way: if if I use my building placer in my tools and I put it on the client, but I don't put it on the server, if I try to walk into it, I'll phase right through it. So it just yeah. makes me believe it's some sort of client and server desync. And that stuff, I mean, is all latency-based. So if you're right next to the server and you have good good latency to the server, you may never experience it. Yeah. But you're across so, the world. Yeah, so, yeah, if, if, if you've got, like, three, 400 ping, like, if you're an Aussie playing on a British server and vice versa, it's going to be a lot worse than if you're a British person playing on a British server with 20 ping, for example. Right, and then we get into, like, you know, server load and client load, what's what's going on on the client, what's going on on the server, how much yeah. how much system resources do they have to actually run Daisy, how much will Daisy actually recognize and use? Yeah. It's 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 really good though, isn't it, to see old clips like that? Like you say, nostalgia is is a hell of a hell of a drug in its own right. Like I do love seeing old videos like that, you know, and seeing how it used to be, and see to see actually how far we have come with Daisy over the last you know x amount of years. Was it seven years since it came out? Uh, you know, as a standalone. So it is quite nice to sometimes look back. I think that's probably why Frankie on PCs videos have have stood the test of time because not only, you know, in his own right, was he a fantastic content creator that, you know, his editing of his videos was, you know, was second to none in his day. But looking back now, we see, we have that fond memories of, of, you know, how, what Daisy was like when we first discovered it. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I mean, see, I'm, I'm quite a new player, so I'm kind of 
I wouldn't say new, you know, I'm kind of like a year old, if that. Um, yeah. Obviously, I don't have all that nostalgia of seeing things, but just watching that clip there, it does, to me, it looks different visibly, but obviously, you know what it's like playable, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of like a different, yeah. It's funny yeah, how well, it's, how that Frankie clips on to piece. Sorry, go yeah. on. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Frankie on PC is the reason why I picked up Daisy. Yeah. Watching him and then him playing Sada, and that's how I ended up jumping onto Sada's uh, stream. So, yeah. yeah, Frank Frankie's, you know, he's boss level bloody Daisy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've he's we've talked about Frankie on the podcast before. I can't remember. Recently saw I can't remember where I saw it. I think it was I think it was Boyd. He shared something saying like, "Don't you?" It, I think it was you, wasn't it, Boyd? It said you don't understand why Frankie's decided to go to Armor Three Daisy yeah. instead of standalone. Yeah, yeah I don't. Like, do you know what? At first, when I saw the video of of Armor Three Daisy, that I think you shared it, I watched part of the video and I was like, "Do you know what?" I see Boydie's point because in comparison to standalone, this doesn't look that great. But at the same time, I kind of look at it as that each to their own kind of thing. But I do see what what you're saying. Like I, if I had a choice between between Armor Three Daisy and the Daisy that I know and love, there's no way I would choose Armor Three Daisy. It, it would be really interesting to to find out his his reasoning behind he's obviously got his own reasons as to why he didn't want to come back i know he has come back to stand alone we played on the blue waffle servers with we devil and uh we devil showed him and sada around uh obviously more showing frankie around the way daisy is now ready for his return but like to choose to choose armor three daisy over standalone that that i will agree that does seem a little bit strange it just looked clunky as like the the video was brilliantly edited i think it was scale speeder who shared it in the um if you give me a sec i can bring up the uh video um the editing was on point um yeah people were commenting it gave them um frankie vibes and all the rest of it but once it got to the gameplay um it was really really ordinary here we go this is the video um it was a it's a great like you say it's a great video really well edited really well done but you know and it's not <clears> a fault of the of, of this video's creator but like you say it, it does it just, yeah this stuff just, here not DV. i don't even know how people do um footage like this this just looks so beautiful and realistic and um i've i've gobsmacked at how he's creating an intro like this um, but yeah. then once you get to the actual gameplay. The inside of the houses is different. As yes. Well to what we've got now, which, which really got me. Like, I saw him walk, go to walk into like a mustache house and I'm like, I know that house. I know what that's going to look like in my mind. I knew what to expect. Even I if I, if that. I go back a bit here, um, when he's running across, oh no, the, no, that was right. When he's running across a field or something, um, coming towards the town. Or was that later? About here, maybe. Look at how terrible the grass looks. Yeah. It does not it look flat. as good as Daisy yeah, standalone. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks flat, doesn't it? It looks like two-dimensional and flat. Yeah. Like, look how long that took him to pick that item up. Like, like I, I would hazard a guess that there is... It was less than a second longer than, than standalone. 
but I would hazard a guess that that was it's definitely a longer actual physical character animation for picking up that item compared to what we've got in in regular standalone. There, this is like, this this looks, here. This just looks terrible compared to Daisy standalone. Anyone who tells me that it, it's better, it's not. There may be better aspects to it with the mods and the uh, the, the amount of vehicles they've got and because of all the assets that Armor Three has. But as a game that is beautiful to look at, nope. No. Does Armor Three and therefore Armor Three Daisy, if anybody knows, have base building? I'm Obviously certain it would have the same as what we've got in standalone, but do they have their perhaps their version? I'm certain it would have to have base building. Wasn't um Daisy originally created as a mod for Armor? Armor two. Yeah. Armor two yeah. Operation Arrowhead. So it's great that they're still playing Daisy on Armor, but when you've yeah. got Daisy standalone, I'm sorry, See, I know what I'll think of on playing. Me with that video. <laughs> that was that's the bit that got me with that video. If you scroll back about five seconds, Boydie, to about four minutes and fifteen seconds, right, and watch how long it takes him to put that gun. All right, go back another yeah. three oh or four God. seconds before ten. It takes him like a <laughs> solid full yeah, like, second and a half to put that gun on his back, like. How long is that going to then take him to 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 get that back in his hands? Like that's that's mental to me. Like that's literally I'm already dead because it's taken. Wow! And it's like he skates across the road. Back in his and head. look how long it, it he like drags it off, and then he pulls it round under his arm, and then it takes the door fifteen minutes to swing open. Like very it delayed, gen- isn't it? It looks. Like some of the graphics for it, like the actual building skins themselves, look really good. Like they've done a very good like for like copy of what we've got in standalone. But there's so many parts of it. Like you say, as soon as he tried to put his weapon on his back and then take it off again, his character's feet just stopped moving and he just started ice skating across the road towards mm. that church. Like that, that reminds me of DayZ 10 years ago. You know, that reminds me of the original mod, which I, I assume is what basically what they're going for here is they're trying to to recreate the mod version of Daisy, but with the armor three instead of armor two. So it, it kind of makes sense. But the same, it just it, I agree with Boydie, the grass and stuff, it looks fucking awful in, in places. Yeah, I I actually bought Armor Three just for the Daisy mod because Frankie and it and yeah. Then I tried to do the tutorial and kept crashing the helicopter and rage quit, <laughs> and I haven't played. Yeah, see, I I've never played an armor game, so I've watched plenty of videos on mm-hmm. them, but I've just never got round to them myself. It seems like a lot of effort that I'm not actually willing to put in at this point. It's also horrendously optimized at times. Armor three, like sometimes it makes console Daisy look beautifully smooth <laughs> when you when you play an armor three. It's Especially the DayZ mod that I've played, it was really say, chopping. That says a hell of a lot, considering uh, what we've talked about in regards to, to console version of DayZ. I mean, Armored 3 is an old engine. Yeah. I mean, you can clearly see that. I mean, I, mean, uh, I can only assume that, you know, future content from Bohemia is not going to be on this engine. Because it had its flaws no. that it couldn't rectify. Uh, maybe the design concept was wrong. The technology surely has changed. I mean, look, we have real-time ray tracing now. Like, yeah, 
technology's Technology. changed. We need something better. And our graphical standards as far as what we call good have changed vastly since yeah. Arma 3. Look at even I the like infected. The infected are buggy as well. Just yeah. they're, they're, the Daisy image, standalones the aren't great, but weird. they're better than this, aren't they, Brim? Yeah. And like the infantry system looks a little bit weird as well. But like I, what I like about this is that you where every time he gets a kill, like now, look, he'll kill that zombie, zombie lynched, nine mil, uh, nine meter CQB bonus. So he got like an XP bonus for that. So it'd be interesting. I would love to know what that what those points or those XP points go towards. Can you spend them on something? Because that would be something probably a, I would I love guess it'd probably be a server-specific thing. Possibly, yeah. But I would imagine seeing something like that in Daisy. though. You get X amount of experience, and that makes your character then, you know, more resistant to whatever else. You know, you kill X amount of zombies, you level up your character to level two, and that gives you, say, you know, an extra 3% you know, uh, resistance to to illness as a result of being hit by a zombie or something like that. That I think that would be a pretty cool addition to to standalone Daisy. I because I don't play Armor Three. Um, I've got it um, on one of my accounts, uh, and I just oh, okay, it's not that good. Um, Daisy standalone has its faults, but oh my fucking god, I, I, I'm actually kind of excited to see what Armor Four will look like um, using you know, the the stuff they've learned for Daisy. It's, it's got to be. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be really, really hyped, and that worries me. I think there might end up being too much hype for Armor Four, and then it won't live up to expectations. But I agree. It, considering everything they've done with with the first few iterations of armor and, and and now Daisy up to this point, like they're they're on to a winning recipe. It's it's just I think sometimes some of the ingredients you know might need switching out every now and then to make it that little bit that little bit better. I mean, from what I remember, there's no vaulting in this either. Whereas now you in Daisy standalone, you go up to a fence and it does that vault animation. There's that isn't in Armor Three, so I you can't Armor do Three was like a they stepped the leg over and that was pretty much it, mm. if I remember correctly. Just like it was an old Daisy. Possibly, I don't know if that's how it worked. Like if they have it in Armor Three in general, but in in this video, the guy actually says at the beginning, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I can't vault in this uh, in like on this." So whether it's just because it's the the Daisy mod for Armor Three, or whether it's an Armor Three thing in general, Mark Olner in my chat has solved the issue of why people still play uh, Armor Three over Daisy working vehicles. Problem solved. Debate over. Yeah, <laughs> that is a very very yeah. valid response. Something I didn't even consider. So I'll eat a bit of humble pie there. Yes. That is um that is a big thing. If, if vehicles are your um, thing, Daisy luckily, you know, vehicles are kind of an optional thing. Um, but you know, you can still enjoy Daisy without the vehicles. But armor is yeah, definitely much more uh vehicle centric. So that's a very very valid point. That's kind of what I'm hoping that uh the armor four team can solve for Daisy is the issue with vehicles. Well, they're kind of setting us up to you know. We can't call it DayZ, but they're kind of setting us up to want to make a DayZ kind of game in whatever yeah. Armor 4 becomes. Yes. Because it's likely to get more attention. Bug fixes are most likely going to be implemented when issues come out with it. It's their 
it's their main IP after all. Yeah. Yep. I wonder whether or not, because let's be honest, we all know they're doing Armor 4. They haven't said they are. Let's be honest. That, what, no, sorry, what's, what's the official thing? An, an unannounced military simulator title? Yeah, let's be honest, it's Armor 4. That's not, you know, we, we all know that really. But it'd be interesting to see um, how that pans out and whether someone makes a Daisy mod for Armor 4 as well. Because Armor mm. 4 is going to be the newer game. Yeah. So it's it's newer than Daisy. So theoretically it's going to be made it's going to be better in performance and graphics and whatever because it's newer. It's going to be on the newer software, the newer hardware. So with that newer technology, if someone creates a fucking Daisy mod for Armor 4, could we see Armor 4 Daisy suddenly start beating standalone Daisy? Yeah, 100%. And and also remember it's going to be it, I, I at least would like to believe that it's going to be confusion. Yeah. And if that's the case, then on the scripting side, there's all of our skills transfer, all the things we already know transfer. You have functions change, you have their names change, their input changes, what they return changes. But the syntax or the grammar of how you write things is not likely to change. So I foresee that those who are Daisy modders are not necessarily going to give up on Daisy. They're just going to go and just like you know, Mark and I, we we make an admin tool. Well, yeah, can we do that for Arm Four too? Just looking at all the comments on there, you know, this uh, Daisy version looks uh, fun as well. Yeah, it looks fun, but God, guys, yeah, I, I think a lot of it, um, Val, would be people who still have the shits over the way Daisy Standalone was released. Um, and yeah, out of principle, they're refusing to back Daisy standalone and um, refusing to come across to the the new version. I think you're probably right, Bodie. I think that that's probably a big part of it for a lot of people. Whereas I think it's probably irrelevant to them how much Daisy has improved over the years. You know, even with the potential dip after 1.0, like and especially pre 1.0 with the player numbers, Daisy's in a amazing place now but i think for a lot of people that won't play it on some kind of principle it's that's it's irrelevant isn't it and i think they probably would kind of settle for an experience that on the face of it isn't as good obviously it's their opinion if they like it more than fair enough but i think mm. one thing i do want to say is that i've played the armor 3 DayZ mod and it was troublesome but it's an achievement as well i think it's a really well put together game mode and i think I don't want to lose sight of that myself. It was really impressive, actually, despite having a lot of issues that put me off playing it. I think when you sort of take yourself away from it, you can appreciate how much of an achievement it is, really, in my opinion. It's, it's definitely very impressive that they've managed to create that. I'll, I'll definitely give them that. It's very, very, very impressive that they've managed to do an Armour 3 mod for Daisy. Uh, or sorry, a Daisy mod for Armor Three. Sorry, it's 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 very clever, but I think it definitely needs a lot more work done to it. It's definitely like you say, the grass looks fucking horrendous. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. Daisy's come a long way, um, and a lot uh, further to go. Um, Patreon topic of the week um, was our boy Scale Speeder, who's in chat. Um, over the last few days, I've been investigating the different forms Daisy as a game type has. 
and it's got me wondering as to what we could be considering Daisy to be and what might be covered on the cast with guests who know about the various aspects of the community. Well, we just kind of touched on one, the Armour 3 Daisy community. Obviously, Daisy is mainly known as a PC and console standalone game. This is where the majority of players hang out. Then there's also the Armour 2 mod, which we also probably agree is definitely Daisy and worth covering as people still play it. But also, uh, how about the Armour 2 single player Daisy mods? Should we consider mods like Epoch and Savage for Armour 3 is coming under the Daisy umbrella? How about Daisy inspired mods for GTA 5? So that is. Yes, is he saying that there are Daisy inspired mods for GTA Five, or is he asking? I, could I it don't be know. A possibility. I don't know. Because if he's if if he's saying there are Daisy inspired mods for GTA Five, might have to think about doing some GTA reinstalling. <laughs> I'm hoping Scalespeed is still in chat because that's the first I've heard of that. Um, but he's definitely right though in that you know partly why we did a console special today. Um, Daisy GTA 5 mod, lol, that's epic. I know AWOL's just saying that he likes that. You can talk in chat, AWOL. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to interrupt people. No, mate, that, that's how that's what the podcast is. Right. Yeah, no, but well, no. I, I played World of Warcraft for ages and I, and I was sitting on the damn chat and everyone's talking and I'm just not used to talking over people. So, yeah, fair enough. But that would be very, very interesting to see, you know. Um, and it's why we, we we do on the show keep an eye on other titles that are similar to Daisy. Yes, we're the eighty seven point eight Survivor FM Daisy podcast, but we understand that you know nearly all of us are always keeping our eyes open for you know one of the things that got me excited about the day before is it seems to be set in a high rise environment, and that's a wet dream of mine to be able to play and you know search through high rise buildings and and just this close quarters. Um, I'll buy your box of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 amazing. Um, so it's definitely something I think we need to look at in the future, Brim. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting idea. It's definitely th something to keep an eye on and th and think about in the future for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so we are back to. Let me just get to the show agenda. Um, the Daisy uh, Twitter watch. So, yes, we announced that they are doing um, a server wipe for the first time in, I think I'm certain I saw someone say it's, it's in a year at least. Um. <laughs> I, th I think that first comment from Midnight Marauder sums up why a lot of people are going to be very happy because I think on the official servers there is a bit of a problem with people duping gear which means that then as a result of the way that the central loot economy works in Daisy means that you you have all of them and no one else has any of them. So a wipe will, will reset everything. Obviously, it's going to take like 24 hours for the dupers to get back on and do it all over again, but... I, I just, I'm looking at all the butthurt people in the comments. Mm. Oh, there's always loads of them. Get loads from them, don't you, on their posts? Oh. oh, do you know what? It's one of my favorite things. Anytime yes. Daisy posts something, they get loads. And I've taken to just, I haven't done it for a, for a couple of weeks, but just go on there and just troll back and just like, like memes of like, like you put like the, the gifts where people are <laughs> complaining and you get like a, a, a gif of someone going <laughs> and things like that. Oh, I fucking love it. Epitaph. How's the tube backer sound? Yeah, I'm not. I can't remember. <laughs> 
Woody, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. No, no, no. I, I try. I try to. I try. <laughs> but um, the thing to remember is, community servers do not have to do the update if they don't want to. Um, yeah. uh, Gravity, do you know much about whether the, the majority of them are still going to do it? Uh, I mean, no one really ever communicates that unless it's with their community. And yeah. Recently, I I cleared out all my server lists. I had oh god, a good two hundred communities. And it just became so overwhelming when I would get pinged by a hundred of them. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure what I'm going to do for my um, server. What did you, what did you do then? <laughs> he just timed out Epitar TV. As you do. Yeah, you can give some subs in my chat, but you're going to get timed out as well, just for shits and giggles. No, I, I one like I said earlier, we talked about the the fact that they've actually put a date in there as well. I mean, they've said they're projected to, to deploy on the sixteenth of February, but like that is the first time in in you know in recent memory that they've actually put uh, you know uh, any date, even if it's a tentative idea of a date. They've never really you know properly you know committed to to anything, have they? I know they're not exactly committing here, but as as good as. You know, the fact that they've actually said a date is, I, I don't think that can be understated enough, really. It's its quite impressive that they've gone down that route. I've, I'd have thought by now they'd be once bitten twice shy about, about actually promising things and saying, you know, something's going to happen at a certain time. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really happy that they did do that, though, Brim. You know, they've given a date, oh, yeah. they've given certainty to people, um, which is, I know, one of the biggest issues you modders have been um, crying out for. Um, is it a gravity? Uh, say that again. Transparency yeah, to, specifically to get the certainty of a date for the release, so you've got something you can work around, work towards, and be, know that you've got to be ready with your update for the 16th of February, not just a case I mean, of. To be fair, there's our the experimental has been out there for a while. Our main concern is there was, uh, I mean, still is unstable. If you load certain mod lists together, the server just simply won't boot. Yeah, and that fix is actually implemented in this patch. So we're kind of like sitting here with our thumbs, just waiting, and yeah, waiting and waiting. And it's good to have a date, but you know they could do something that QA just says no, we don't like that. Back to the drawing board, back to planning, fixing it resubmitting it, waiting a week. Yeah. Like, that's that's the process. So what, if QA that's, yeah, that's it, a good point. Some people have got to remember that the date may change. And if they, they change the date, mm -hmm. they're going to be changing it for a valid reason. So just hold on to your fucking panties and calm down and just, you know, they're, they're making changes. They're listening to the community. So please give the them a Ray, break. Ray, Ray. Much appreciated, brother. We love our Ray Ray. Normal as always. Yes, Brim and I are both, a quick, a quick announcement, Brim and I are both members of the Human Centipede. Does that mean that I'm stuck behind the you or, I, or are, are you stuck right. behind me? Twitchipede, sorry, the Twitchipede. Uh, he's got this emote. It, it makes me sick every time I look at it, and he's got all the logos and heads of all the streamers in a Human Centipede. <laughs> it's quite quite disgusting, but that's I wouldn't expect oh, anything less from Ray Ray. I'm all uh, wrapped up right now. I don't even, the worst thing is, Come there's, on. There's a, the worst pitches, thing for me is the idea that, 
behind me, behind my logo, I don't, I can't remember who it is, but there is a female behind me in my logo. And as soon as I saw that pop up, I can only say sorry for what that person clearly <laughs> had to go through. Being behind me in that situation. <laughs> I think I'm at the tail end of it, so I've got no one stuck behind me, so I'm kind of lucky I'm there. Third, if I remember rightly. Oh God! At I'll least, you, at least you're early. Oh, bri- oh, you're gonna need more than fucking breath mints if you're behind me and Brim. <laughs> Acid <fucking> miracle. <laughs> um, okay, we there was another um, one from the uh, pod uh, from the Twitter account that I had. They retweeted they this gem. Something. This was really sweet. I, I I loved this when I saw it. So Hannah Epps, my nephew had to draw a pic and write a paragraph about what he wants to be when he grows up. He said he wants to work for Daisy and draw new guns and stuff. My one-year-old <laughs> tried to take a bite of the drawing, lol, but I'm a proud aunt. I've taught him well. Totally made my day. Oh, you know, we, we've shown we've shown cakes. Um, this is just, this was sweet. This was sweet. Um, it's a bit concerning, um, a child uh, knowing about Daisy. Uh, considering it is an 18 plus game in most areas, but hey, not all kids are the same. But even the logo, I was even impressed with the logo. Yeah, he put in the little sign and a little figure of a person. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a pretty cool thing to do. I, I thought that was pretty sweet. And it's nice seeing them do things like this. Yeah, it's it's a really cool little thing, isn't it? Like 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 you say, kids are fucking brilliant anyway. But that yep. you know, that kids made that. Yeah, I mean, that's better than what I, I can. I don't know about the rest of you, but like that to me, in comparison to my artistic capabilities, that's a fucking Picasso. Like I could never <laughs> fucking like I, I reckon I I could get away with doing the house in the background because I know how to draw a square with a triangle on top. Oh yeah, the Other house than is that. Crazy. Other than that, I'm fucked. Wouldn't have a fucking clue. Not a it's chance. It's good that he um, included the worms because you're going to spend the next three hours trying to catch a fish before you <laughs> <Yeah>. die. <laughs> what do you think of that idea, folks? You got the double T, but yeah. Suggestion, Daisy. Maybe add this as a piece of furniture. Um, oh, Tag not... Daisy. Tag Daisy. Don't just oh, say Daisy. Yeah. There you go. Make sure I tag the right one and not the troll account. As a dab will love that. <laughs> I don't think we need to hype dab up anymore. I think he hypes himself up. Bless him. <laughs> I think that would be sweet. Yeah, just coming across and finding that they've done silly little things before, and they've done really memorable things like tributes to people and so on. Um, yeah. I think that would be something sweet because it even looks kind of, you know, uh, the, because it's being torn out of a book and had the bit uh, kind of torn off it and that. It even looks a bit ratty and, you know, just imagine finding that in a house and, oh, what's the story behind that? And, you know, it would be just, I don't know. The, ra- the ragged edges of that photograph are a perfect metaphor for Daisy. Like it is, it's broken, it's ragged, there's problems with it, but we love it nonetheless. It's yes. Literally, that picture is the yeah. perfect metaphor for this yep. game. It is. It is. Um, okay. We are now on to the um, guest spotlights. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off because I wanted to share a video of Rab Plays. And now I'm going to preface this with there are a lot of people who say Daisy is boring. Daisy is, you know, um, I've lost fucking interest in the game and all the rest of it. 
The answer to that, to nearly everyone, is try something different. Now, Rab went and spent a week on a fucking island, on the uh, Scalisti Island. And I I absolutely loved the video. It was fucking brilliant. I love how you're more diplomatic as well. When someone's like, oh, Daisy's boring. You're like, well, just try something different. Like, you're, that's yeah. your reaction to that. My reaction is, fuck off before I hit you. I love that, <laughs> I love, I love that you, you, have, you keep that optimism up for the both of us, and I love it. But he set himself personal goals. He wanted to build a base. He wasn't allowed to leave the island. Um, he had to survive off of only stuff he found on the island, and he managed to do it. Um, and you know, by the end of it, he's got himself a little house, uh, this house here, he's locked it down and he meets a stranger and continues on with his merry way. And just, you know, he's got another one. Um, you could see it popping up there before. Um, I spent 24 hours in the airfield and Daisy, he's just uploaded it, just uploaded it. Um, so, you know, do things different folks. If you're getting bored, if you're getting the problem is with yourself. Getting bored yeah. with your play style. Try something different. But you look at someone that smoke. Look at the running man. They're always doing different stuff. One of my favorites yeah. is that um um <laughs> fucking Lax has just typed in my chat. I just messaged Daisy Daisy about the Utah movies and to promote them all. I'm playing Scum from now on. <laughs> <laughs> but even even fucking Lax does it. He does different stuff. You know, he was um, initially known for playing only on servers like 1SK, Trump's Wall, Hide Loot, PvP. Now look at him. The guy is as good a fucking survivalist as I am. Um, and that's that's my forte. Um, even Ben Fruit. I watched Ben Fruit playing um, last night. And like I said, he got charcoal. Oh, sorry, he got um, uh, salmonella poison. He knew about sipping, you know, small sips of water and not just trying to slam big gulps of water down because you just vomit again. These people are evolving their gameplay. They are trying yeah. different stuff. So if you're getting bored with Daisy, try different shit. Try something new. You know, there's there's no excuse. Daisy is an open pan, open box for you to do whatever you want. If you're getting bored with it, the problem is generally with yourself. I can understand if you're getting annoyed with yeah. it because of bugs and stuff like that. That's fair enough. But there is so much to Daisy for people to do. Try something different. You know, I was Mr. Friendly. Now, um, when I'm playing on servers like Day One and Daisy Down Under, I'm not Mr. Friendly anymore. I'm Mr. Probably, <laughs> I wouldn't say bandit guy, but I'm more normal. I'm more aggressive and try to control the situation. You know, I've been watching my Vigilante Gamer videos again. And... Try, and I've been thoroughly fucking enjoying myself. I, I'll admit it. I was getting sh the, the shits with always being killed by people and them taking everything I had, whereas now I'm actually enjoying Daisy a bit more again. So yeah. try something different, folks. And I a shout-out to Rav. This morning when I jumped on to talk to Rhino, uh, the yep. one you told me about, um, I turned up and I was at some frigging area and I picked up a gun, and it was full of bullets. And these two guys turned up, and I thought, well, I can shoot them, but no, I'll just go with them. And they said, oh, you're coming with me. You're going you're gonna to do stuff for us. I said, oh, fine. So I ran with them, and they were running through the scrub, and I could have killed them quite easily. Yep. But I just, it's more about the story. It's more about, yes. you know, I, I yeah. don't know who these guys are. but Make it your own. Yeah. Whatever. I, I just went with them, 
and then I got killed by a zombie anyway. So that screwed that's that story. story. My life, that one. But yeah. but if you if you just kill someone, yeah, you get a kill. Yeah, you get the thrill of the moment. But you miss out on the potential amazing fucking storyline. Yeah, you yeah. look at you look at some of the most um, amazing um, videos of all time for Daisy. And they're very rarely are they anything uh, that's just a PvP gunfight battle. The, the the biggest ones are generally an epic story that has people, you know, enthralled from woe to go with other characters they met along the way. And yeah, it, you, you're missing out if you don't explore more of DayZ. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's why everyone much likes to watch uh, the Running Man because he just sometimes he might just straight up kill them. Otherwise, he'll he'll run along with them, and you can watch a two hour, two three hour video with him, mm. and it's bloody entertaining. Yeah, and it's the, it's the same with Ray Ray. Like Ray Ray is another one. You know, he his style is very manic, um, to say the least. But it is it is every every stream of his weirdly enough is different. You know, he gives people a memory. Is... When you die to yeah. Ray Ray, you'll fucking remember you died to Ray Ray. How many yeah. times have you watched him stream? The same with Lax. Um, when you when they bump into people and they remember him and they go, "You, you're that fucking nut job, or you're that fucking psycho," and yeah. they remembered him. That is more valuable than just a simple um, "I got killed by a random, don't know who." Yeah, well, I was running through yeah. a city, and. Um... Bloody Fubar Bundy. I don't know if you know him. Oh, Fu- do, do I know Fubar Bundy? Videos. And yeah, bastard shot me. He, he was doing one of his sprees. Yeah, kill everyone's <laughs> sprees. And was, yeah, I'll uh, what I'll do a while is after the podcast, I'll send you a link uh, to the podcast TikTok, so you can just quickly watch a specific video <laughs> with Fubar where he actually crashed the podcast. He actually just let himself in with a master key and fucking absolutely just ruined the lot of us. (laughs) To be fair, I was trash talking him. Oh, mate. Huge love. We were talking shit about him. And and he just came in like, you fucking what? (laughs) And just confronted So is someone talking shit, are they? It was fucking hilarious. Fucking brilliant, wasn't it? Absolute gold moment. Absolute gold. Um, Lax Hawthorne has said he's messaged um, the DayZ team about the uh, Utah video, so that's good of him to do that. Um, But we will now go to the other people. We'll start with you, Vodka. What was your uh, DayZ moment of the last week or so? The last week or so? Um... To be longer if you want. Something that you just want to shout out. Oh, definitely. It's got to be the um, human Twitch feed. I know it's just not been in the last certain week, but... um... It's definitely something that I think he's done really well with himself. Obviously, he's not long got um, partnered on Twitch, Ray Ray. I know. Um, it's just built this massive community. It's gives someone, someone's just got affiliated as well. And they've, you know, it's given everyone this opportunity that they didn't have before to then build another community with each other. And they're all so supportive and just so, you know, you stream and they're all there in the comments. And it's just, it's really nice to see a positive outcome like that. from. It's someone. just like he's taking yeah. in um, mm-hmm. all the, 
the odd jobs and weirdos of the community, the people who felt the they didn't fit in. <laughs> and, and Ray Ray's just gone, come to me, come to me, I shall embrace yeah. you all. He's, and I love like him a, for doing he's that. He's like a cult leader. He's like a cult leader. He's got that charm and we've all fallen for it and, and we gone along it, with yeah. it. And we know it's going to, we know it's going to wind up in us dying somehow, but we, but we don't care because it's all about the journey in a the cult leader, yeah. He's, he's like Tom Cruise with a perm. <laughs> yeah. Tom Tom Cruise with a bald spot, and, and he yes, always comes across out. as such a such a positive, loving guy as well. I think yeah. it's, it's that's kind of something contract to the character, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a yeah positive, really lovely guy, and it's that's I think, I think that's the weird yeah that's the weird thing is that's the juxtaposition with 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 Ray Ray is that he's so he's so manic and high voltage in the moment. But if you ever get a chance to sit through one of his streams, especially from start to finish, is the best way to do it. All the you way know, through, yeah. Yeah, you, you catch those moments. The mm -hmm. amount of times I've seen, he, he'll literally be like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to stab you, I'm going to murder your whole family. Oh, welcome to the stream, by the way. You know, and it, he'll literally turn on a dime like that. It's fucking, it's honestly hilarious. It's one of my favorite things when he will literally go full-on fucking berserk at someone in game chat and then mute his game chat and look at the chat and, and acknowledge the existence of you know whoever it happens to be that he sees at that moment in his chat it's like he goes he goes from jackal to hide like you know in an instant it's fucking hilarious yeah, yeah. um what about you val <clears throat> well i kind of want to give a shout out to a you know, I think a, a content creator that's been doing a lot recently. I know he's in the chat, so it's a bit awkward. But um, <laughs> Deber, I think his it's great to see his channel growing. To bear it, I think it's been doing a lot of good recently. It's really impressive. You mean to bear it? I do mean to bear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is awesome. Hello. Oh. <laughs> to bring just did a shout out of Uncle Ray Ray and I tried to do a shout out of uh, De Bear and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> God, God, keep you on your toes and confuse you. I was like, what did I do wrong? But yeah, definitely get over and check out De Bear as well. Um, AWOL, if you like um, Fubar Bundy, um, the only way to describe Uncle Ray Ray is grab... Closed captions. Uh, grab 33% um, Fubar Bundy, grab 33% um, Lax Hawthorne, grab 33% uh, Dirty Santa, then feed it Adderall, poke it with a stick <laughs> nonstop, give it the, the most crazy fucking accent that you can barely understand, lock it in a padded <laughs> cell, and let it play Daisy. And that is Uncle Ray Ray. The guy is... Oh, and, and, a, and a sprinkle of ceramore for, um, for the, the topping on top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that was one of the best moments for me of of having uh, having Ray Ray on the podcast as a, as someone who was a fan of Ray Ray anyway. Um, you know, to to try and see Boydie trying to understand what was going on and what Ray Ray was saying. <laughs> there, it's brilliant because there are people who I, I live in the same country as Ray Ray. He he lives about four hours away from four or five hour drive from me. Yeah. And yet the that that weird thing with the UK is we've got so many different accents and dialects in places that there are legitimately people that live maybe an hour from Ray Ray's house that would never in a million years understand a word out of his mouth. 
So I knew Boydie would stand no chance. I would love to know what he actually does for a living in real life. I just imagine he's like this really quiet, restrained worker in a bank or something like that. And do you know what? Hi, how can I help you today? I say I I don't know either. I don't know. And I like to think I'm some. Yeah, I'm somewhat close with the guy, but I don't know. Overpriced petrol. (laughs) I don't. I don't know why. But there is part of me for some reason doesn't want to know. Thinks, and I, no, no, I want to know. I don't know where I get this idea, but I have the idea in my head that he maybe works in care, like in a care home. I oh. have no evidence oh. behind that. No reason to believe that that could possibly be true. But for he some must reason, be really nice to think that. <laughs> maybe maybe i'm just yeah maybe i just see the best in people i don't know but you uh, yeah, there's, that. <laughs> yeah there's something about me that thinks he works in care homes wiping old granny's asses but i don't know <laughs> probably why he goes absolutely insane oh god can't imagine it's seeing him in a shop i'd get scared as fucking run <laughs> yeah imagine you go to pay for your petrol and pick up your fucking cigarettes for the week and that's what fucking greets you diapers what about yeah. <laughs> you? What about yourself, eh? Well, what's been your highlight um, in the last week or so? Something you've discovered or um, something uh, you've seen? Just donate, donating to people and just their reactions, especially for those that have cams. Um, a lot of them just half of them are breaking out in tears. Yeah, they uh, would do, mate. They fucking just, would do. I cry. Yeah. <laughs> that, that just that just made me so freaking happy. Just that. That was, that's been my week. Really. Look, I can honestly tell you, I know you donated to Brim uh, while the stream's been going, and I know you've donated to me. And if I'd just been playing normally and not having professional, as professional as Brim and I can be, um, <laughs> podcast mode on, I would have been like, what the fuck? Plus, you would have scared the absolute shit out of me because of the way I have my donation yeah, well, set up. That, that, but, that, that, that's the enjoyment as well, just scaring the shit out of people. Yeah. Just, that's the fun as well, you know? Yeah. They're... Oh my god! Oh, ah, and they start screaming because you know you've just dumped five, ten thousand biddies on them, or even back when PayPal was actually freaking working, um, you know, five, ten thousand dollars. That that that's just that's love for me. I I just love that. Yeah, it's bloody fantastic. It is a feel-good thing, mate. You know, I've never been in a position where I can be as generous as you have been to people of late. Uh, but the the times like early, early, last year, one of the nicest things um, that I've been able to do with the help of the community, I will stress that with the help of some fucking amazing and generous people, including my own son, donated to it. We did a fundraiser for a mate of mine named uh, Moonshine, um, who, when you know his story, is just fucking tragic. The shit that this guy has had to live with, and he was playing DayZ on like a ten-year-old gaming laptop. Um, using a trackpad, and we fundraised almost two and a half thousand US dollars and bought him a new top of the line um, gaming PC, and that was just the the feel good from it. You know, Brim, you've done charity uh, streams in the past yourself, haven't you? I have, yeah. It yeah, always feels um, so fucking good. I've got my next topic, does. by the way. I'm absolutely addicted to watching um, a Namibian ocean. Well, I was watching, uh, oh, what's his name? Let's Game It Out. His name's Josh. And yep. he streamed, he, he raided someone else's chat and she was raising money for Medicines on Frontier. Yep. Um, Doctors Without, Without Borders. Borders. Um, and I tried to donate, oh, I think it was about $7,000. Yeah. 
but bloody PayPal kept throwing it back at me. Yeah. They kept blocking it. And so I just kept throwing a biddies instead. But she said, look, um, the biddies come to me and the donations go to yeah. uh, the bloody Doctors Without Borders. So it's like, oh, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, no, PayPal's completely screwed. I I just don't want to touch it anymore. Paper, they tried to reach out to you, though, didn't they? Yeah, they've, they've. I've spoken to them twice, and I called them last night, but I called them outside of their bloody office hours. So, Which makes me fucking know. laugh. You think a company the size of PayPal would have a 24-7 call center, Brim? Yeah. yeah. I'd say that's, they're like a trillion-dollar company at this point, are they not? Like, surely you would think they'd have. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're worth I mean, quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, pre, <clears throat> pre-corona, there, there, there's no excuse for not having a 24-hour call center. I can kind of understand with, with COVID, people are working from home and stuff, you know, to a degree. But even that's, like you say, for a company like PayPal, they should have people twenty four seven ready. To yeah, well, do I, yeah. even questions. I, I con- contacted me bank um, because I was getting these kickbacks, <clears throat> and I was saying, "Well, what's going on?" And they said, "Well, it's not my site, and that's ANZ." And yeah, yeah they, they they were back to me in bloody seconds. So, mate, yeah, even the problem though, great. I had um, doing um, Moonshine's laptop. I had troubles buying it through so many people. Um. Yeah, got Shadow in my chat. He's a partnered streamer. PayPal have five thousand dollars from my first Twitch check that they've locked me out of from two years ago. Wow, that is oh just God. that's screwed. Yeah, that is wrong. That is really, really fucking wrong. Um, but I agree. I agree with Zombie Lee though. Doesn't surprise me. It, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> but it's a shame to say it's not a something that I'm surprised mm. by. But yeah. Um. As I said before, though, I'm absolutely addicted to watching these uh, videos from this mob called Ocean Conservation Namibia. They rescue seals from fucking fishing lines and things like that. And it is the most adorable stuff. And I've already decided that uh, in a while, I can't do it yet because I'm doing uh, my other special secret fundraiser. Um, plus, I've also, and I'll talk about it at the end, um, a Kickstarter I've started um, for a mod that I'm trying to create. But this is just the most heartwarming fucking stuff. These people just go around rescuing baby seals on um, beaches in um, uh, Africa, and Aww. it's fucking oh, adorable. Was that the one where, the, where they're cutting the um the, the fishing string off their necks? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yep, they've got so many of them, and I've just been caught watching them. Some of them are fucking truly tragic, you know, full nets around these guys, and um, so, you know, some of the the seals they're actually quite dog-like, um, but yeah. It's a well, it's called fucking... dog, the dogs of the ocean, aren't they? If I'm yep. not mistaken. Yeah, it's funny watching them. You know, they get aggressive and try to act all big and scary, even though the humans are pretty much fucking them over. Although I did see one of the guys got bitten by a seal, and it's not something you want to fucking get bitten by. No, it they really don't, they don't fuck, fuck his arm. Up. Yeah, they're they're a weird thing, seals, especially when they're babies as well. Is that they look that? I mean, as you can see, they're gorgeous creatures. But mm-hmm. they are there, and you look at them, and they, like you say, that they are almost like dogs. And you kind of look at them, and you think, oh, "I'd love to sit and be able to pet one of them." But if they wanted to, they could turn around. They will fuck you up, and they will do so in record time. They do not mess about, and they're one of the few animals that uh, of their type that will like be in packs. You will get ganged up on. They are like wolves. They I could tell you a story about um, when I was in Africa and. I was invited uh, with some rangers to look up 
um, some poachers and we actually came across three of them and there was a dead uh, baby gorilla hanging off this guy's back. Oh. And he's, he, he was a proper baby. He was up to your knees at best. And they were getting ready to snipe a whole bunch of family gorillas walking off in the distance. And <clears throat> let's just say it didn't end up well for them. No, it wouldn't have. But they I'll don't t- fuck I'll, around I'll those anti-poachers. another day. Yeah, they don't fuck around those anti-poachers. It's always been like a dream job of mine to be an anti-poacher. Um, see, to carry a big fuck off rifle like and defend little defenseless animals. Yeah, see, it's thing. It's things like that is the reason why I've never gone and worked for like over here in the UK. We have something called the RSPCA, the Royal Society for the Protection yeah, we've got of Animals. Yeah. Like, like I could never. I a hundred percent. I will fundraise for them. I'll give them my own money, everything. But I could not work for them because I would get set. Like my first day, I'd get sent to investigate someone that's you know been accused of doing something you know horrible to an animal and if i saw evidence of it i'd i'd be in jail within the hour and and it would be like 25 to life sort of stuff there's no way i'd be able to control myself especially if yeah, it was well, a dog like i was saying there was three poachers and it didn't end that well for them no and then two of the guys that i was walking um to find them with were poachers as well so and they tried to kill me and it didn't end that well for them either no. <clears throat> now Brim, what about yourself mate highlight of the week oh it's got to be lax again isn't it until this fucking content creator server that erno and dab are doing i'm just gonna have to just keep fucking sitting over here sucking off lax at this point <laughs> <aren't I? laughs> the, the guy's just killing it he, he, I, I, do you know what i think it is i think he's fucking doing it on purpose he knows we do the podcast on a saturday so he's uploading his videos on a fucking saturday just so he knows i'm gonna mention them but, <laughs> just, go, an, but just, an, just another fucking great lax story like he just bumps into this random chick, ends up going into a, you know, having a conversation with her, teaming up with her and that, and hilarity ensues as it does with that with Lax Hawthorne. It's just yeah. another fucking solid upload. It's just it's great to see that that after after everyone telling him for years, not just us on the podcast, but even before the podcast was a thing, get on YouTube. You're fucking yep. you're on a top tier streamer and that would translate fantastically to YouTube. And and it is. It absolutely is. His videos are fucking hilarious. Oh, I love his videos, yeah. Really you just can't you can't but help they're just but love they're Max. not getting the views they deserve. But that's that's kind no. of a weird no. thing and I'm gonna save that for a topic. The fact that um sometimes Twitch success doesn't mean YouTube success and sometimes YouTube success doesn't mean um Twitch success, which makes people like the running man all the more of a rare species. Look at Smoke. Smoke is bigger than the running man on Twitch, but when it comes to his um YouTube channel. <clears throat> yeah, I'm already starting but, to cover but the. You, but then you look at Lax's, like, Lax has got like 3,000, 3,500 subs, and his views are getting close to how many subs he's got. Mm. Not a lot of people can say that. Like, a lot yeah. of times, you know, yep. you know you, you, you'd upload a video and it'll get, you know, remarkably less. But as you see, he's growing. His, they're, they're getting up there. They're close to what his actual sub count is and it's only a matter of time before his videos start doing two three four even more times the amount of views than he has subs mm. and his and his subs will grow as a result of that there'll be there'll be that constant trying to you know there'll be that constant catch up between his views and his subs 
and it's it's brilliant it's a it's a it's such a first world problem to have and i'm i'm glad that it's an issue that he has because it means he's succeeding now i also did i just remembered we did have something shared with us that we talked about earlier that i will quickly um uh go to before we uh close out um someone shared the smoke double kill clip nice with a, with one gauss rifle shot as well fires to stop killing oh my god what the fuck is all that over there dude there's people there's people there's people i'm about to kill two for one two for one <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh nice fucking oh say god. goodnight motherfuckers Fires to stop kill. Oh my god, what the fuck is all that over there? Dude, there's people. There's and people. now you know what I mean about the sound of that gauss rifle. Two for one. Oh, dude, I think you know what I love about Smoke? This is one of the things I love about him. He's such a humble and down-to-earth guy, but he still gets excited over things like that. You could imagine yeah. a new player doing that and probably not being as excited as Smoke, a guy who kills people daily with fucking ease, and even he still gets hyped and excited over something epic like that. The guy yeah. is... Very nice. A fucking legend, and I I have just a quick update. I have sent through the list of questions to him, so now the ball is back in Smoke's court. So harass the guy on fucking Twitter and in his chat about um, <laughs> when um, he's going to do the uh, podcast, uh, sorry, not the podcast, a spotlight interview because he's a fairly shy guy as well, which I'm really looking forward to uh, chatting with him one-on-one -on -one and finding out more about the beast that is Smoke. I think that's the great thing as well, though, isn't it, about Smoke, is not only is he a very entertaining content creator in his own right, but his the fact that he is so humble and such a nice guy translates. Like, if, if he was to sit there and say, yeah, I've got a double kill and what, I'm fucking gangster, and I? You'd be like, oh, I'm not going to fucking watch this guy. He's a bit too full of himself. But the fact, yeah. Yeah, the fact that he I mean, it works for some people. Like, that arrogant thing works for, for some people. But for him, it's just it, not so much, and it, it works out really well the way he does it. I think he's, it, like I say, he's fucking brilliant, isn't he? <clears throat> now, before we go any further, guys, just a, um, a quick update. We do have a Patreon page, um, so please, uh, if you would like to support the show on an ongoing basis, jump on over there. There's a few different tiers. Um, shout out to our three uh, subs, uh, Keegan Holland, Jake Snow, and Scalespeeder Gaming um, <laughs> over there. It helps um, just do stuff with the show, and we're trying to um, do a bigger and better um, Christmas podcast. But yeah, I still have um, PTSD from the last one, um, so I won't overcommit there. Um, and one thing on a um, fairly uh, selfish um, thing, I would like to shout out: I now have a Kickstarter. Um, <clears throat> Yep, I am logged in. We are funding a storage mod for DayZ. Now, I've got, oh, two backers now. There we go. Basically, we have the lovely Windstride creating all the models. Oh, God, that noise. Um, and this is some of the items I've already um, uh, funded. But um, it is basically to make a story, a craftable furniture storage mod for Daisy that looks like it's made by survivors using resources from in-game and some custom. Um, so if you want to know more about it, um, I will put a link to it in chat here. 
Um, and I've also shared it on um, Discord and all the rest, but there's more information in my Dean's Beans Discord about it. Um, would love people to jump on and back it. It's an all or nothing project. If we don't reach the goal, it'll be scrapped. Um, and I'll just have to continue doing it at the slow pace. And by the time I finish doing it, Daisy will probably be dead and there'll be Daisy 2.0. Um, but <laughs> I really feel it could add to um, um, a lot of our more role play and um, hardcore style servers. Um, you know, some of the ideas we've got, um, if you'll bear with me for a moment, um, is a meat safe. You guys can't see this. You'll have to uh, watch the stream. Um, So, you know, some servers have got fridges and stuff like that. But I thought about it, you know, it's an apocalypse. What about old school tech? Screws, um, we realized that our screw model was um, actually wrong. Um, so Winstride's going to go back and fix it because the Daisy screwdriver is a Stanley or a flathead. Um, and we need to have them look like this now. Um, but, yeah. Oh, you created them as a Phillips head instead, or a cross head, as people Plus, call them. Plus, they're metal screws. They're not um, wood screws with the uh, point for screwing in. So we're looking at um, getting that changed as well. Um, but we've got a whole pile of different ideas of stuff and, you know, releasing it in two methods and a lock, the design that we've got. And, yeah, we're, we're quite excited about it. Dump Gras, the guy who's going to be implementing it. If people are familiar with his mod... Um, um, am I making and the metallurgy and forging mod? Um, the guy is a very, very skilled mod implementer. So, you just know, to piss you... people off, you should say, um, send it in an IKEA box and give an <laughs> friggin' Allen key. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> next four hours trying to put this bastard together. You know, I did actually consider that having an Allen key as a special item, but I went, no, I want to try to as much as possible use um in-game stuff. Hence why we've got nuts and bolts because the wrench still has no fucking um, purpose in DayZ other than as a crappy melee weapon, whereas yeah. we're going to set it up that the wrench will now be a tool that is actually used to make the highest tier items, metal um, and some wood, um, using nuts and bolts that you have to combine to make the nut bolt item, and then you can only craft it by having a wrench. So it adds a purpose to stuff that's not really being used in the game. But, yeah, 10 times my game hours building IKEA furniture. But, yeah, so more information there if you do want to know more about it. Thank you to the two people who backed it already. Um, but, yeah. Guys, thank you all so, so much for coming in today's podcast. It was an absolute ball terror. I really enjoyed talking about console. I know we got distracted at the beginning talking with AWOL and then Mr. Utah, but they were both topics that I felt needed to. You know, I've been chatting with um, AWOL all week, and he did want to come on and, you know, have a voice to – um, he copped a lot of shit from people. Copped a lot of fucking shit from people. Um, and I'm freaking hungover. Yeah, it was his birthday yesterday. Um, Man, oh, come on. Oh, freaking birthday. Now, I wasn't streaming yesterday, but I do do something very, very special for people in my stream if they tell me it's their birthday. And just for you, AWOL, I will do it for you. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, God. To you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear AWOL. Don't look into the camera, please. I'm just going to... Happy birthday to you. 
You. Sing it to me. <laughs> the very first person I ever did that to was actually Match, which is Fubar Bundy's missus. Um, oh, it's yeah, it, it was oh, it was God, a memorable moment. I, I still remember it to this day. I don't know why I did it. It's just yeah, doesn't have his dress on. Let's protest. Okay, next time I'll wear a dress for you, zombie. Uh, but yeah, that's something um, I do every time someone's in my stream and tells me it's their birthday. I do the, the Marilyn Monroe Happy Birthday. So I imagine that's been clipped and now being uploaded somewhere. But yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going on the TikTok, isn't it, Rim? It's definitely, yeah, now you've said it. Yeah. I did. Do you know what? The worst part is I haven't considered that until you literally just mentioned it. So <laughs> oh, that's definitely going on the TikTok. But you'll be very glad to know that the video I used to have of you singing Barbie Girl on stream I don't uh, have any more because I looked for it the other day. I can't find it, so I think I, I actually. It. Uh, um, if you downloaded it, Barbie girl, come on! I, I no, tapes. no, no, no. 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 <laughs> the thing is, I need I need the music for it, and it's copyrighted now. It's copyrighted. But I used to do that. I used to do um, karaoke um, on my stream, but because of these stupid fucking rules, um, there's even been cases of people being um, copyrighted for humming. Um, songs and that it's just getting retarded now. It's in the fun oh, times yeah, folder. Uh, yeah. Zombie Lee is saying, yeah, I've noticed that with Vert, even Vert, he's got a notification that he used to have to sing over because yeah. it was copyright. Yeah, and it was actually hilarious him singing, but mm. yeah, got to feel I, bad. I, for I've just had an idea, Boydy. You talking about doing the karaoke and the singing stuff and putting it on TikTok as a laugh? Yep. Patreon tier, oh, either a, either a, either a separate tier of its own or lump it in as a prize for one of the others. You know, you pay X amount, you know, for the for the Patreon tier, and you know, a, a host of your choosing. I'll I'll throw myself into this. I'll bit of solidarity for you. We'll uh, we'll we'll sing you a song of their choice. Now, do we know That's actually? Uh, speaking of host, do we know what happened to Ben tonight? Because I thought he'd solved his issues. Uh, I think he said he was. He was still finding a couple of issues. Most of them have been solved uh, by upgrading a few parts that he had to upgrade. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it was something to do with his keyboard. Was yeah, he was, said his uh, computer was thinking weird. it was a BIOS driver or something. I don't know. It doesn't something make sense like to that. me. Yeah, but... his computer basically had a massive fucking brain fart, brain aneurysm or some sort. Yeah, and thinks his keyboard's doing something it's not. So yeah. I think he's just waiting on his new keyboard to arrive, and then he should. Hopefully, that's the last piece of the puzzle. Be back up and to a hundred percent again. There we go, Zombie Lee. Make a Daisy is dead song and charity it. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> bad shout. But guys, thank you Mr. all Utah, so perhaps. so much, Mister Utah. Thank you for coming on. If you're still in chat, Gravity Wolf. Thank you for being our resident tech expert today, helping us with some of the stuff that none of us were quite um, aware of with the limitations of the engine and all the rest of it. Vodka cupcakes. I wish you all the best, Alan. I'm really happy to see you coming to PC. You. Um, you're going to love it. You're going to fucking love it on PC. I know console is... Um, By the way, yeah, but I haven't met you before. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. You, you're not going to look back once mm. you... you know, uh, as much as um, you know, I, I, I was defending the console before, if you have it within your means, Daisy is a game best played on Daisy and best played with friends. Won a Steam Award for it. Yeah, I do look forward to it. Val, good to have you yeah. back again, buddy. Good to be back, boy, do. 
You're always welcome, mate. You're always welcome. You were one of the OGs of the podcast, mate, and we've never forgotten. We tried to, but... <laughs> Cheeky bastard. I'll be, I'll be back for, no, I'll be back just to an eye brim then. I'll be back. <laughs> and AWOL, mate, you're always welcome, buddy. Um, thank you for being so generous to the Daisy community, not just myself and Brim, but to everyone. You're a, you're a unique individual, mate, and much appreciated. I bought my love a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you sing worse than I do, mate. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, wrapped in plastic. You get me DMC, it's fantastic. You fall out. <laughs> there it goes. There you go, mate. I gave, I gave, I gave you your Barbie girl. But yeah, folks, all the best, everyone. Um, we oh, need to. Anyone want to? Uh, anyone want to direct the raid? Um, we will find someone to raid. Um, but yeah, all the best, everyone, and I will speak to you all next time on the podcast. Ciao. See you Ciao. next week.